Red Match Podcast, the automotive podcast where we got twice as many beards, twice as many Kyles. Mm-hmm. And I, that's all I got. There's probably a fucking double the technical difficulties yeah. like always. Oh, and this Kyle's wheels have twice as much, twice as many of them get power compared to this Kyle's wheels, who only Ooh. two of them get power. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Grande Cabeza. Look at that. <laughs> Good brain. He's getting there. No, real talk. Uh, we have Kyle Burn- Kyle Gurney, Black Hat Racing. Another uh, M- is MQB? MQB. Uh, MQB yep. platform fucking broski. Uh, who has built his car for a much different purpose than our Kyle has built his car, um, which is cornering. So that's cool. So we're into that. Um, so yeah, we're just going to sit here and talk bullshit. You know, the usual fucking nonsense. Big ups to Kyle Gurney for being on the show. We don't really give a fuck if the other Kyle's on the show. He's always here. Um, <laughs> it's like herpes, man. That shit stays with you. Anyway. Much. Much. And, always, and he's always red, so. He's always red. He's, Kyle's like, I didn't come here for this shit. God, I <laughs> Which oh, one? no, I did. Both, both I totally did. Hey, like, hey, he said he listens to the podcast, so he damn well knows. No, he said he's into. listened to the podcast. <laughs> that okay, that's true. That's true. <laughs> he listened I'm to one episode. Huh? I'm prepared. We're good. You're, you're prepared? Yeah. All right, perfect. <laughs> that's what they all say. They <laughs> <laughs> never text back. Damn it. <laughs> they never text that. Dude, that shit looked seemed like it hurt deep. That came from a that came from scars. A, would you, would you, scars deep, are forever. Do you want to talk about scars it? are forever? <laughs> <laughs> brother, is everything okay? Oh Thanks, guys. I'm crying already. Thanks. <laughs> Welcome to the rough match therapy <laughs> session. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> And that was the second time the count counselor touched me. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they got dark real fast. It's, yeah, know, what happens here? It's what happens, what it happens. do fucking <laughs> be that way. Did you see Boy Scouts? Yeah, it's Boy Scouts. Why are we like this? I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're all just wrong, I swear. Uh, okay. Anyways. Let's go. Yep. Let's uh, go over what everybody's drinking. I just want to point out that Tom Tom gets here and the chat immediately goes to 10. And I fucking love to see that. Tom, you're the man. (laughs) What up, Tom? Brings the people. Tom does bring people. And somehow, like. talking about no Prius bullshit, Tom. I swear. We don't need to see that. That has to be a disclaimer every single time. Yeah, no Priuses. No Prius talk. Um, Love you all, too. Yes, so let's see if I can guess what everybody's drinking. Nude Kyle said that him and Chris had something in common and that he had tacos today. So I'm going to say tequila. Tequila. Boom. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yeah, buddy. By, hey. default, by default, other Chris is also drinking tequila. Kyle's got a Yeeclaw. Timmy's got a beer. I mean, Mike's got a Yeeclaw. Timmy's got a beer. And Kyle's got a LaCroix and vodka. Ooh. He's Unde- a wizard. Undefucking feeded. Okay. <laughs> we're we're all pretty stubborn about the alcohol. I can lie about it. We all we're all cheers. creatures of habit. Welcome. Cheers, 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 cheers. Teachers of habit, or I'm just inside your brain holes. You feel that? It's my dick fucking your mind. Anyway, yeah, we do fucking oh talk God. all the goddamn fucking time. This is true. Well, I hope you're wearing condom. Because I'm a dirty mind. <laughs> oh! Somebody else who knows got him to the green. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Just rub the free oh, wall. Rub the free wall. It's going to be okay. Just rub the free wall. Jeffrey. Fine. It's like you love a mate, Jeffrey. Nobody sucks, Jeffrey. <laughs> Oh, fucking Christ, dude. I need you to put these drugs up your asshole. <laughs> Professional oh as always. On the We've been talking about shit for 20 super, minutes. And we super, haven't even yeah. talked about it. <laughs> so sorry, yeah, sorry, that we were, sorry that we were late. We do have uh, a guest. Yeah. We do have a guest. This is, listen, man, you know, like you got you to gotta ease into this shit. No, um, we were just having some technical difficulties. Uh, Discord's <clears throat> stupid. I'm dumber than that. So, you know, nice. It's like watching Put a bunch of monkeys and... trying to fuck a football. So, anyway. It's <laughs> a line from fucking Days of Thunder. I didn't make that up. Come on. I know. I... Right? Let's, let, but let's, let's talk about this 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 car that we're we're here to talk yeah, about. Yeah, let's talk about this. Let's do a little intro of. Yeah, uh, yeah let's, let's everybody you... else shut up and let's let Kyle, not that Kyle talk. About introduce yeah, yourself. Tell you know what this Kyle was saying. Tell us what you do, what you like, what you drive, what's your favorite color. When was the last time you saw your dad? <laughs> right, that's a tough one right there. <laughs> He's one of us. <laughs> Real tough right there. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, Kyle, uh, I've got a 2016 Volkswagen Golf R. Um, pretty much been my dream car for as long as I can remember, or at least you know the R series of BWs. I uh, grew up with the very, very first one was a, I don't know if you guys weren't familiar with like the old VWs, but the two point slow uh, golf, essentially. So the yes. four door, the Mark worst Ford, ABA motor. Yes. yes. But yeah. I like barely put up 100. Generation. Yeah. <laughs> barely put up 150 horsepower. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> you know, dumped all my money into that shit, build it into something and then wrecked that. And basically ever since then, was kind of hooked on on VWs. I mean, I put that into a wall at about twenty and literally walked away unscathed. I mean, completely unscathed. I had like burns on my forearms from like the airbags, but literally that was it. And ever since then, just been sold on VW. Um, Is that you know, the was... car that sounds like a Wookie? No. Uh, no, no, you're thinking of the VR6, the VR6 uh. motor. Oh, you know, this was the one that literally just ended up a turd going down the road. It was really (laughs) (laughs) lifted Jeeps on swamp tires without run this car. Like it was the worst car. I had a Mark IV Jetta with the same engine in it. And it's the only car that I've ever gotten to throw a spark cell at full throttle. What? Just blinking, like we can't keep up. We can't keep up. Yeah. Absolutely a gutless car. Yeah. Somebody kick Tom. Kick Tom. Kick Tom. Tom. He's just, I'm just going to let him talk. He's just, you know, he's like fucking grandpa when he's had a few too many. He starts arguing with the fucking lamppost and shit. It's fine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) For real though, everybody put, put your, you're not hurt. Everybody put your questions in the chat. Uh, We'll come back to him towards the end. We'll just kind of bullshit about, but we're going to, you know, we're going to stay on topic. He's already starting to talk about the new tag and shit. So, okay. So you had the gutless Mm. fucking golf. What did you have about that? What did you have after that? Uh, so let's see. Went to a Mark IV GTI after that. Built that up to around like 480 horsepower. Okay. Uh, big, oh, shit. big like roll car. Like <laughs> love doing rolls and stuff like that. Kind of just had that all through like, I don't know, pretty much up to college. Uh, wrecked that as well. <laughs> that one was not my problem or my, not my issue though. Um, so I actually, had a set of race tires come in. Um, 
back. I can't remember which ones they were. They were Hoosiers at the time, but no idea like what model. What compound or whatever, yeah. Yeah, like this has been yeah, maybe 15, no, eh, 14 years ago, something like that. A- anyways, um, I had the tires put on at Costco because the family had like, you know, the, the whole tire deal and shit. Oh uh, actually had, had one of the tires DB'd and come off the rim oh on track. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. That was, that a, was that a drag strip? Was this at a strip? No, no. This was uh, the <clears throat> firm. Um, it, it's a kind of like a, a smaller like road course track in the middle of like nowhere, Florida, so you, like Inverness area. So you were racing a 480 front wheel horsepower Mark IV GTI on a road course. That was that was me Jeez. starting starting getting into like road course stuff. Like for that, everything was just you know going and doing drag and like rolls and stuff with friends and mm. you know being a little little hoonigan and with stuff. But I don't know, like the the road course stuff was like always something that like appealed to me. Had a bunch of older friends getting into it. Um, one of my friends' dads had a like a 60, 69 Camaro that they had like completely gutted, turned into a Trans Am car. So I helped him like work on that, and that's where I got like a lot of my knowledge that kind of helped yeah. me to where I am now. But he was the one that was like, "Dude, take your fast car out to the firm, go run it." And first time out there, wall. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Damn it. And I had I mean... uh, had a short. I mean, hey, I walked away like, completely fine, like no harm done, um, other than you know losing all the money from it. But yeah, you live and you learn. Ish posh. Only <laughs> money. What's uh, money anyway, right? Exactly. Exactly. For nerds, you know what I'm saying? It's for nerds. <laughs> Money's for fucking. What are you fucking Bill Gates with all your money? Get out of here. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, um, let's see. Um, after that, then I got into a Mark V, and that's where where really everything kind of took off for me. Like doing DSG or manual. Manual, always been a manual guy. Never, yeah. never gone to the DSG. Um, Those things are I fucking quick say, with the DSG, though. It's the cheat code, man. It is the absolute cheat code on track. Like nothing keeps up with it. it it's it's so hard. Um, yeah, like literally the the trans that I have in my car is the only reason I can really outrun or keep up with DSG cars now. Um, it just makes like shifting kind of like mindlessly easy. So you have so okay. So you had the Mark V. How how crazy did the Mark V go? Because I'm just noticing a pattern of you just like not really having a stop ability not when it comes yet. to modding cars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark V got pretty far. Um, that was like partial built motor, so you know like springs, valves, all the sort of stuff you have to do without machining the motor. Yeah. Yeah, like that type of thing. Um, upgraded turbo, nothing crazy. It was. I don't know, maybe four ten at the wheels, like decent, like very decent for a what GTI. year is this? I was in 07. Dude, I was pushing a fucking 130 horsepower S13 through the canyons in 07, and you're rolling around and fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. yeah. Like, and I was oh, working so hard with that piece of shit, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, the suspension was done, it was corner balanced, and like, I did with what I could with what I had, but that bitch was slow. So, like, trying to keep up was right. My man's out here with like, Pushing four hundo to the front. I mean, anyway, VWs are stout, man. VWs like a lot of people don't give them enough credit for what they can do, but shit, once you start throwing that much power at them, there's a lot of weak spots. <laughs> like a lot of weak spots. Oh yeah. That's like that's kind of what my whole journey with this car has been. Um, instead of going like the whole power route and everything, I literally yeah. took it from the like I custom ordered the car, so got it brand new. Like Tight. wanted nothing. No one touching this car but me, and I wanted to essentially turn it into 
I don't know, like if you if you had like the GT3 RS engineers from Porsche building a Golf R as their like weekend car, that's what I wanted to turn my car into. So it was Hell like yeah. that's a really <laughs> interesting. Yeah, that's a really interesting like that's a great perspective of that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I mean, I, I've always thought of like the R to me. I mean, especially like the R was a reach <laughs> car for me, and I, I can get in the whole story of like how I got this thing. But like it, it was always such like a dream car that I never wanted Is to it, ruin it. It's about you, man. Tell a yeah, story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, shit. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> please listen. Uh, the more you do, the less I have to. So I'm fucking here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Man's honest. Man, you, you don't want to talk about Porsches? <laughs> I mean, Ooh. I will fucking end this stream right now. That'll be it. We'll be done. I'm fucking so done. Wait, I'm over it. We're done here. Anyway, Kyle, back to the interesting things that you were saying that didn't have to do with fucking glorified reverse Subarus. <laughs> Ouch! We'll we'll get to the Hurtful. Porsche chapter because there there is a chapter on Porsche. There's always but a Porsche chapter. There's always anyway. a chapter on Porsche and some shade to throw at them too. But we'll, we'll oh, get there. okay. Now now we're <laughs> here's yeah. the thing is there's... that I don't I want to be very clear. I love 911s. I love Porsches, yeah. but these guys make me want to hate them. Like these guys make you want to because they just won't. You know the band was like every you like a band and then your homie like won't shut the fuck up about them and you know it like they're fucking overrated. Fuck them. Like you know what I mean. That's... <laughs> That's where we're at. <laughs> That's, <laughs> me <with BW>. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally me. But shit. Um, yeah, so I guess back back to how the R came into my possession, how I got this whole thing. Um, so like way back uh, during like college, or actually it was just after college, um, had my Mark V, everything was going good with that. Um, and then my mom actually ended up like passing out of the blue. Like just oh, shit, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Right, man. Sorry. It, it's all good. It's it's been been years, but like um, she was always like a huge like supporter of me. Always like tried to push me to do things that I wanted to do, help me in any sort of like hobby and stuff that I had. And then she also kind of got into cars because of my passion for cars. So at the time, she had the very first custom ordered M2 in Florida. Very first, That's awesome. Ooh. Hell yeah. yeah, those are great she, cars, by the way. Hell she yeah. was badass with her cars. I mean, she had a great great car selection. Um, I mean, she had everything from like the original RX-7 to the late model RX-7, 911s, Corvette. Wait, wait, like the SA-22 RX-7? Like the Savannah yeah, she... RX-7? Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and was, uh, three yeah. RX-7s, uh, a 911 was in there, a Corvette was in there, Miata was in there. Hell um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she had like crazy, crazy cars. Your mom was um, badass, bro. Your mom was yeah. badass. Your mom was way cooler totally than my was. mom or my dad. <laughs> 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 well yeah so um basically the car the car was left to me um so i had this like amazing m2 now and my mark 5 and and just kind of didn't know what really to do with the cars um at the time uh my wife and i were living up in um atlanta uh my mm. mom was down in florida so we had to essentially go down get the car go through all that process and the way there's some like weird tax laws in Georgia um, that I didn't really understand at the time. And essentially what they were going to make me do was pay like new purchase taxes on the car to bring it in. Oh. Even though I had to pay taxes in Florida to have the title changed to my name. It was like all I basically was going to pay double taxes on this car. Um, I really did want it at the time. That's a ton of just, fucking money, though. It was. It absolutely was. And there was a sticker the, on those things. It's like 60, 60, 70 G's, right? A little bit more than that. Like at this time, it was a little bit more than that. And I mean, hers was literally direct from Germany. The what is it? The oh, fuck? What do they call it? The Bavarian pickup or something? You know where? Yeah, you, oh yeah, the Euro- yeah. Yeah, 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 European delivery. Yeah, so Germany, I mean, it's like yeah, 
It's like if you if you're in a vacuum spending twelve to fifteen thousand dollars on an M2, it's fucking mm-hmm. sick. Mm-hmm. But in the real world, if you don't have fifteen thousand dollars liquid, that is a huge problem. <laughs> yep, yeah. No, and I learned that real fucking quick. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, like ha- had to kind of make a decision on that. It was either going to be, you know, sell the Mark V, keep the M2, figure out what to do. But they gave you like 90 days to do it. Okay. So I drove the M2 around for a little bit and just, I don't know. I, I could never, could never really get in love with the car. Like it just, it just didn't feel right for me to be, to be driving it. I, I don't know right. if it was just like the memory of my mom every time I got in it, just, you know, the like emotions and shit like that would happen and just, just couldn't really enjoy it or, or never really wanted to like ring it out and, you know, yeah. drive it the way it was meant to. So, and at the time my wife was like, you know, God, we don't need a two, like a two door car. Yeah. Like we, yeah, yeah, we need yeah, to, yeah. we need something we can like expand a little bit. At the time she had a, a VWCC. So my car was the utility car, even though it was, you know, the fun car <laughs> of all things. It do be that um, way sometimes. Yeah, you know, going to Home Depot, <laughs> putting like an eight foot piece of plywood in the back, hatch open, driving on the highway, shit like that. Yeah, all the time. yeah, yeah. yeah. Catless, yeah. so all the smoke coming in the cabin. Oh, you love know. that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's great. Let me tell you, so, dropping off my kid in my fucking straight piped STI is great because I can just see the look on the face. And here's, and so real quick, I'm gonna interject with a pseudo embarrassing moment this morning. So every time I take my kid to school because I drop him off every morning, I'm doing it in my straight piped STI, and I can smell it. And I'm always like really trying not to give it any gas when I let the clutch out in the line, right? right because right. it's like loud as fuck. Like it's right. Loud. It's <laughs> it is unequivocally the loudest car of the group. Yes, unequivocally, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> like, <laughs> by, by a wide margin, right? You could okay. put three of Kyle's loudness in between Kyle's loudness and my loudness. Anyway, yeah. Um, Do you, uh... I got a story not, after that. Boat. Maybe Go not ahead. anymore, but before the, I don't know now, but before I left Kelly anyway. No, it's okay. okay. So like, I'm, you know, and I'm always creeping or whatever. And you ever like wear the wrong shoes when you're trying to stick and like, you just can't really get the yep. feel for the clutch or whatever. Yep. So I put on a yep. pair of shoes I never wear. And I stalled yep. out in front of the whole fucking school this morning. No. <laughs> and I was like, cool. Yeah, this is cool. And I and I'm as I'm firing it back up, I can hear one of the women who does the door opening. She goes, uh oh, and I was like, damn bitch. <laughs> I hope you're watching oh, right now. Man. Yeah. Yeah, right. Random teacher yeah, at my hopefully. kid's school. I almost said his school out loud, and then I realized what a horrible idea that is. So we're not <laughs> um, if you're listening, I remember you. Anyway, back to the important right. part of the story. <laughs> another another like diversion there i had almost the same thing happen to me um before i put the cage in my car i would take my son occasionally to his like daycare like preschool type thing right. and i'm sitting in line and just like you know idling normally car isn't crazy crazy loud at idle i had this other dad come up to me knock on my window like oh, i think God. he was in a, a mccann or something he comes up and he's like hey i just want to let you know your car sounds broken like your trans or your diff is rattling to pieces. Like you need to go get that service. <laughs> I was like, oh no, no, it, it's cool. It's it's a dog box. And he's like, no, no, no. You you need to go take your car in, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
third like, the dude in the Macan. Like, get out of here, bro. Four-cylinder, okay. It's a four-cylinder Macan. It's the same motor. I it literally is. almost bought a used Macan motor to put in my car. <laughs> it is the same motor. That's awesome. Wait, yeah. does that mean that you could manual swap a Macan? Yes. Uh, yeah. No, nah, ECU won't work. You can in theory. Listen, I am guaranteeing yeah, 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 you yeah, can yeah. beep boop your way out of that. Like you could fucking right. beep boop. Yeah, you can beep yeah, boop your way out of that. Money. Yeah. Being around a, a, knowing people that I've seen testers and what you can get in and out of, you could program a shift. Because all I'm saying is that like a 600 horsepower all wheel drive manual Macan would be mm-hmm. a pretty fucking sick ass whip to push around. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I know I go down all wheel. I, they, I know one that does all-wheel drive burnouts. We need to stop really? this conversation before I go yeah, down sorry. another fucking rabbit hole because you I'm know sorry. how I am, right? Like, I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, plan the whole build out. I know. Out, I know. And it'll I know. Just be like this sorry. whole thing for like a week and then it'll just like go on to something else. So let's just. I have fucking <laughs> automotive. <laughs> I, I, we'll move I have, on to another car. I have automotive ADHD and it like. I'm, I've, I've made the joke before, but I'm. I'm Brian Scotto without the fucking cash flow. So, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like it's. Pretty it's, much, it's bad. Anyway, <laughs> and, anyway, so I guess uh, back back to the issue of having both the cars needing needing something. Um, essentially, the wife was was pretty supportive at the time. It was like, you know, look, you need a car that can do a little bit more than the M2, but you also need to, you know, you can't you can't have two or three cars. Like you need to just get down to one. So she was like, you know, take a look what you want, pick out like your favorite thing. So at the time. Um, the Mark 7R was was brand new, was able to get one custom ordered in the exact color, exact specifications, everything I wanted. Um, like, I, I'm one of those big people that didn't want all the holes and shit in the bumper. I don't need, like, the backup systems and all the beep boops to help you drive. Like, I wanted just to look, like, very clean. Um, the old style gauges, none of the digital stuff. Uh, just, you know, very, very kind of base level original R. Had all you know the nice R accoutrements like the um, electric suspension and stuff like that, which was yeah, cool yeah. when it was stock. Um, so yeah, just basically custom ordered my dream car at the time. Uh, it was <laughs> it was a trip being able to do that. So no, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, and that's like yeah. silver lining of obviously like a super shitty situation, right? So it was it, it definitely was, and I mean it it obviously didn't like help get over it at all, but. It just added, I don't know, new new meaning to that specific car, and because cars meant so much to me, it's just like every day that I got in it, I just felt, I don't know, just just happy about what was going on, even though it was like a shitty situation. Just yeah, for sure. I don't know. There's there's just more there, and and the other weird thing, um, you know, I'm I'm not like all like religious or into all the afterlife and shit, but <clears throat> every time I drove that car, I would see an M2 on the road at the exact same time. I mean, almost daily. Almost daily, so I always thought that like, man, any, anytime I see an M2, like that's my mom, like checking in, making sure that you know, hey, you taking care of the car, are you good, like, like how's life, like that type of shit. Like I don't know, it just it gave me that feeling, and every single track day that I've done, there's been an M2 there, and almost every single time I've gotten into some sort of scare or some situation just a little bit beyond my ability, but things have always worked out, like think, every yeah. single time. I think that like it's cool. Like I'm that's awesome. I am not religious at all. And that's a conversation <laughs> yeah. that I will not have on the internet, but um we should have done that, but whatever. <laughs> my my uh no. my, gra- my grandfather passed last year from COVID, right? And Damn. that dude was like my dad. 
and you know you have like losing somebody that's important to you like it doesn't like necessarily change your whole perspective on everything but it just you know it can change the way you perceive things a little bit to where you you know you just you think about things differently like i can't delete his voicemails you know what i mean like it's just one of those things like you got to hold on to something absolutely Um, and i think like it's i mean maybe it's a little poetic that like you know your mom was a car person i almost called her a car guy but you know i'm saying she was a car person yeah yeah totally and through a really unfortunate thing of losing her you were able to kind of parlay that into being able to do something that was super cool for you, which is probably something she would want you to do. Like if that's not the car for you, like, Hey, please go get exactly what you want. And you were able to do that. Yeah. And that's, that's fucking cool, man. Yeah. That's super fucking cool. Yeah. So, I mean, now like, this is the Kyle's Hey, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) For everybody who's listening to this later, we just took a fat swig. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> drink up and don't be a bitch. Anyway, look, wait, watch this, watch this, watch this misogyny in action. Look at this, boom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're talking about this on Saturday. <laughs> yes, we we've were. come so far, but we have so much farther to go. <laughs> Damn, you get that? My wife kicked me out of my own office. She's like, "You're gonna be too loud." <laughs> His room is next to your room. You're gonna be drinking your tequila. You'll wake him up. Go in the go in my <laughs> office. That's why Dude. I'm in the. The woman office. <laughs> I don't. The woman office. You're not in the kitchen. I'm kidding. I'm fucking kidding. It was low hanging fruit. Your boy's an idiot. I had to take care of it. bro. That was like, here's the ground, and here's that low hanging fruit. Right about right there. Right there. It's really good. My wife doesn't listen to this because I would never see the light of day again. <laughs> Uh, fuck. Anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll let it hang on that one. Yeah, right. Uh, this motherfucker anyway. said, "I've got y'all playing on three different devices. Can I get a VIP section?" Yeah, sure. Ooh, let's go. You got that Girl, shit in I got stereo? You. I got you. I'll bring you a free joint next time we go on a drive. <laughs> that there you go. Sounds dangerous. Not for the drive. Not for the drive. For him to go enjoy in the safety of his own home and couch. You're flying, but you're flying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Lenny, when you die, can I have the show, the GTR? Anyway. Um, um, so it's okay. So you, you bought the car. And, yeah, yeah. And then, so like, how I did... love his fucking name. What, Dr. Bluntman, MD? <laughs> <laughs> i just realized i'm a bad i'm sorry so <laughs> i just fuck i don't know if you've listened to this lenny's been on a couple of episodes kyle and he has a really cool fun and if you haven't listened to the first episode that he was on you should really go back and listen to it because as a car guy it's a fucking wild story about how he came into yeah. possession of his gtr all the shit he did in japan with his gtr like i don't know if you i mean obviously you're not like a jdm car kid but like Every fucking like Halo location and thing, he's been there in a no, skyline, son. right? Yeah. Like, wow. And then now it's stateside. So wow. But you know, he's like, oh, I got all these cool stories. Oh, what's your handle, Doctor Bluntman Andy? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I love like, you, man. Fucking oh, Mister Mister Poopy Butthole out here. You know what I'm saying, Mister Poopy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Ooh-wee. man. <laughs> Ooh-wee. 
Oh, don't you <laughs> fucking shill your bullshit in my bullshit, Lenny. <laughs> anyway, shameless plug. I'm gonna delete that shit right now. Ban this motherfucker. Anyway, yeah, right. Um, okay, so so what was like the first modification you did? I'm sure you took the. Actually, here's my question: How long did you have the golf R before it was no longer enough? As it was, uh, a thousand and ten miles. Warranty. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. <laughs> oh no, not not war- like uh, it was a thousand mile Break braking it. period on the engine that like I being like the nut about the car that I was, I was like I'm I'm following the book, I'm doing it exactly the way it wants to, thinking that this motor was gonna last me forever, and then you know here I am replacing it, but you know, um, <laughs> did, did everything I possibly everything I could to make this thing last. Um, so literally did a thousand miles, perfectly clean, all the engine braking you can do. Kept it at a boost, like literally everything. I think I changed the oil at 100 miles, 500 miles, and then again at a thousand. Like literally did everything, flushed every fluid in the car twice uh, before the end of the thousand miles. Like it was pristine, like doing way too much maintenance for no reason on the car. I wanted it to be perfect, and you know, it, it was my passion at the time. So. Like at as soon as we got it out of out of that like break in period, used all the boost. Ten miles later, it was like okay, need need more, <laughs> need a little bit Fuck. more. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, at that point, too, like, you're used to driving fast shit, right? Like you've had like 400 wheel horsepower cars for like yeah. ever. So start, yeah. I mean, what like um, uh, Mark Seven Golf R was like 285 crank or some yeah, shit like that. Yeah, somewhere around there, yeah. like 290 yeah. something like that. Like respectable but not like not anything crazy and i mean you're especially in, with the in stock rides. sti territory yeah exactly yeah yeah you said it's oh, manual right yeah yeah manual mm-hmm. that's sick yeah and that's that's a big thanks thing for joining about... the conversation timmy appreciate it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's the newest car okay there's been like six of them <laughs> six of them be like six of them shits he has a point <laughs> anyway Anyways, but yeah, like, um, you, you know, given like that it was like a manual car, they put so many nannies in these things that it actually like limits torque from factory from first through third, like what? completely limits it. Like you can't launch the car. You can't like floor it in first. Like if you literally floor it in first, your RPM will reach like, I think like 6,600 before boost hits. It just keeps the car so safe. Like, nothing happens to it in stock form. So after like getting a tune, I think I did like tune and intake were first and then started just playing with all the programming on the car to try to get like the nannies away and get it right. Um, that that lasted me for, I don't know, maybe a month. And then from there it was straight to stage two, downpipe, intercooler, you know, all the bolt-on stuff that everybody yeah. does. Um, so I, I basically got like the showboy like power mods and stuff like that done all within like the first... I don't know, 2,000 miles total of the car. Jesus so, Christ, okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's sad. At, um, and at the time, um, I, found, I found out now, obviously, a uh, big, big mistake on uh, on APR's software. Um, literally, I had ran their software on every car that I'd ever owned. Like, yeah, it's I think fucking I APR, up. you know? Like... Yeah. <laughs> like, they were the shit. Like, back, back when I had my Mark IV, like, it was, they were the shit. It was them and UM that were, like, really pushing the game. And, I mean, I racked up, Close to five hundred thousand miles on APR tunes oh, across shit. all my cars. Damn, and never had an issue. I mean, never had like a misfire. Never had fuel cuts. Never had a single thing go wrong with any That's of my cars. And That's awesome. I know. Like, I, I mean, nobody believed me because they're like, "Oh no, APR blows up motors. All this stuff happens." Like, man, it's been absolutely solid for me. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I was also help. allegedly blows up mortars and some EQT. <laughs> right. Yeah. Kyle's yeah. still trying. Kyle's still trying. Yeah. I'm still also, trying. shout out, Ed. We love you, buddy. I'm, Appreciate yeah, you, buddy. And love. Ryan, if you're listening, you're fucking dumb. Anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna go to work tomorrow. Hey Ryan, did you listen to the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I need you, I need you to get about 32 <laughs> minutes and and uh, six seconds in. And uh, <laughs> you'll love it. You'll love it. I need to hear uh, more about Kyle's bar too. But um, but yeah. Oh, just listen to the first 26 episodes of the podcast. Isn't shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I know the basics and, and whatnot, but like, you know, I, at least with these cars, I'm sure with like Subarus and stuff, there's always like little intricate things that you can do that like set it aside from another car or. Oh, the make it. Like yeah. That. So it's everything uh, forward of the transmission is uh, the little intricacy that sets it aside because it's a giant steaming <laughs> pile of shit. Okay. Yeah. 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 So trans- drive it every single day. Transmission. The VW build. Yeah. Transmission back bulletproof everything forward fucking garbage (laughs) (laughs) that is a very accurate statement but that's why you buy them right it's like it's like the only car you not the only car but it's one of the only cars where you can like throw 700 i'm pretty sure that that dude that runs eights in his blue sti that makes like a lot of stock tranny yeah it's stock it's a yeah it's a it's a twin disc clutch and a stock transmission stock diffs oh no he has cusco diffs in it but like they're cusco diffs there's not fucking drag diffs you know what i mean like so yeah no the 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 drivetrain is loud it has a lot of drivetrain wine they all do from the factory but like it's and it grinds and shit when you're like really put because it's you know there's it's mechanical it's not it's fucking dumb it's just right but it works and it's stout. So you just have to overcome the fact that the engine is very expensive to get to power. Like, yeah. you know, Kyle's at, what do you have? Five fucking 20 or some shit like that right now? Uh, For now. Okay. Yeah. So is it 520 wheel and you're what? Like six G's deep? I hate you. Uh, probably closer to nine, maybe 10. Okay. Uh, but that's not, that's not power. Every, that's everything. Like, yeah. No, yeah. I'm just talking engine. So like, if I want to get my engine <laughs> to... 450 it's fucking pushing 12 grand 12 grand yeah. no well yours on the sti yeah, hey, yeah okay and about i have you have an 18 right me Who? no alex i have a 19 oh you have a 19 okay same year as mine okay yeah the same i only year. had to spend a thousand dollars <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I don't have a lease payment of a thousand dollars a fucking like, month. I don't <laughs> either. It's less. It's less. Okay, a lot less. Shut up! No, it's not. It the starts 60... with a six. Okay, sixty thousand dollar fucking Audi bullshit. Fuck you. Oh, sixty thousand dollar car. You're like, oh, I had to spend a thousand dollars. I get a fucking. Should you give me fucking hand jobs? <laughs> hey, hey, people use their credit cards for their car parts. I use mine for my car. Well, yeah. not my credit card, but I don't need you pay. It, go you, down pay you pay interest on top of interest. I love you. <laughs> my man, my man leased a car, put thirty five thousand miles on it in like fourteen months, and it was like, well, I guess I own it now. <laughs> I mean, my my lease will be over in April. So six months from now, and I just I turned forty nine thousand yesterday. We gotta get Damn. you back in, fucker. By the way, yeah, we'll we'll do it at like forty nine thousand nine hundred miles. So I'm 
but on a positive note, he makes like 600 foot pounds of torque now. So that's fucking cool. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Not you didn't show yet. up on Sunday. I told you. Well, I told Kyle I was busy. I had a hell of family stuff that I was doing. Do you even have to I do anything? Or is it just more beep? Family stuff makes 600 wheel torque. <laughs> 600 wheel torque. Well, technically, I just have to put in this ethanol content sensor to read the content, but technically, I could just go to the gas station and do the beep boop right now and have my my torque beep boop. Cool. That's so. Is that the cool. is that the blower car? Uh, it's no. the three liter turbo V six. Oh, it's the turbo one. Okay, it's the Macan. Yeah, it's we, Macan engine. It, yeah. no, it's the yeah, Macan. Yeah. S, the new Macan S engine. Uh, oh, I know it. It's right. It is in Macan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but dude, I mean, it feels fudging phenomenal. I can tell you, oh, from... no, we're pulling punches. All right, anyway. no, no, no. When he <laughs> when he dropped it off, and I went to go drive it because I pick up my wife for lunch. Um, <laughs> even without the ethanol tune, that thing was is different, dude. Like yeah. I thought it was fast before. Nah, it's different. It pulls nah. hard. It pulls it really, hard. That, that thing, like, and it it pulls all the way in the RPMs. Like, it it it's because you in the in the, you could feel it in the beginning, and it would kind of die off top end. Top end doesn't die off anymore. Like, it's it's all the way sad. through the RPM. Oh yeah. And I, dude, I can't hey. imagine that with six hundred foot pounds. That's gonna be yeah. fucking sick. Please put like, please just like. Just make it dope. That's all I'm gonna say. Is just make that car dope. Like, get those fucking stock, get those stock wheels off of it. You know what I'm saying? Like just fucking like make that shit sick as fuck. Well, I think you should get some B locks for that motherfucker and let her rip. <laughs> that would be yeah. sick. Oh. That would be so sick. Well, shit has started. I I hit up Schiller to uh, black out all my chrome. So soon my window trims and everything will be blacked wait, out. Please don't yeah. let him rip you off, please. No, no, but please one, one thing. One no, no, wait up. This is really important. Keep the chrome mirror caps, please. Keep the chrome. They're gone. Oh, they're gone. gone. They're gone. They're gone. I'm, Reaping, I'm homie. That. The, see, that is like the Audi yeah. S thing is the fucking silver mirror caps. Like I'm I'm team silver mirror caps. You want to murder the rest of the car out? I'm with that. But silver mirror caps. It's fine. I can always just have them repainted silver. <laughs> Did you paint them black? No, no, I took them off of another car. Yeah. Oh, okay. What happened oh, to yours? Stock ones. They went I back mean, on that car. They went back to the other car. It was a wholesale unit. I smallest uh, Cabeza move I've that. ever heard in my life. Like this is like the most smooth brain <laughs> fucking maneuver that I've ever heard. <laughs> what? We do. How do you think Isaac got half the shit on his STI? Yeah, I'm got not talking about that. Wholesale. I'm talking about. I'm talking about if you want some fact. Isn't aren't those metal mirror caps? No. Oh, okay. the real ones Classic. are no, 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 no. No, the silver ones are the real, like the real deal RS ones are metal. No, no, no. We're talking oh. S. We're not talking RS. No, no, we're talking RS. Oh, okay, okay. S for yeah, no. They're plat. They're just painted plastic. Yeah, yeah. That's one. Vacuum. The RS. No, he's he's right. The RS are uh, metal. Yeah. Like, I was gonna say like if you, if you really gave away RS ones, like you could have bought like four sets of caps if you sold those. Or like, yeah. unbelievable. What people or buy. big brain, you just buy black vinyl and wrap them in your fucking garage and put them back on the car. And then if you ever want them back to silver, <laughs> yeah. you just pull the vinyl. Off. <laughs> the man's got a point. Yeah. Solid fucking point. It's like Solid. three dollars for a roll of Avery Black on fucking Amazon. For the record, yeah, let me, let me hit and have take him back off. Jesus Christ. Anyway, and then Johnny got me black. Anywho, we're here. We're here for this man right Yeah, here. we're here for Kyle. This is listen. This is going to keep happening. Just, no, this, this is what it's about, man. It's all good. So we're at forty minutes in. We got about an hour left. 
when this motherfucker hits 88 miles an hour, you're going to see some serious shit. That's all I'm going to say. Dom would be proud. Couch. Oh, wait. So I was going to ask, uh, isn't the manual GTI, when you tune it, it like destroys the manual? Like, how well, that, Yeah, that was my question. So he mentioned dog box. Wait, but you mentioned oh, dog box. Yeah. So Let's how do... get there. Hold on. We're not yeah, there yet. Will you yeah, shut the fuck up yet. and let me nope. do the segues, uh, motherfucker? Let me do the segues. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. The adults are talking. So HR. Wow. <laughs> HR. How did we go? How did we go from fucking Jenna pops in the screen? Stage <laughs> stage two. She's gonna she's gonna smack the shit out of Kyle and tell him to stop being a pussy. <laughs> oh, 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 oh no! <laughs> Babe, don't hit me. <laughs> Guess who's going sorry, in the women's I'm office sorry. now? <laughs> so how did how did the car go from? bolt-ons right stage two tune that kind of shit too i'm assuming no rear seat half cage dog box um i'm gonna put this photo back up real quick because um this shit gives me lumber which is the g-tuck on the 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 fast right is this road atlanta this fast right hander yeah that's road atlanta yep yep holy shit you are tucking the fuck out of that that is yeah. lateral G's, my dude. Wow. That is crispy. We the, fucking uh, stand that shit around here. Yeah, for sure. High, highest recorded was a 1.7, my Are man, Lenny. Yeah. Wait up. Not 1.07, 1. 1.7? 1. 1.7. Oh, my God. That's crazy. For the, record, for the record, that's like Corvette ZR1 C7. Yeah. Lateral yeah. Grip. That's fucking that's, no, it, Dude, it hangs. Yeah hangs in the corner with like a gt3 rs like if if they obviously are the better driver they'll pull away on any power section but i'm able to dive right oh, with them oh so what i'm hearing is zone. you have a really expensive miata i'm fucking around anyway yeah like so like how wide are the how wide are the tires on this uh 255s on mine It's like no, I'm not trying to be a dick. That's like Vienna sausage level meat. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. not like you've got, you know, like a lot of the dudes have built STIs. You you know the like the standard offset is like a 18 by nine and a half, like plus 38 or whatever. You can yeah. squeeze a 10 under there if the car is not lowered. So you're pushing like 265, 275. Mm-hmm. To push 1.7 on 255, what what tires are you running? Fucking R2660s. Okay, yeah, Damn those are good. No, that like that yeah. is like. Those and like those Nankang NR1s or whatever, those are like Nankang NR1s are super sick for like 10 laps, but they're cheap as fuck. So it doesn't matter, right? Like, cause they, they will disintegrate on lap 11, but they have so much fucking, they're like gum. It's like a layer of like regular rubber. And then you burn that off and it's just like, Hey, would you like to put some plastic adhesive on the fucking ground? That's how those are. And then they just disappear. <laughs> but it's, but it's like, it's like an on off switch, right? So if you push them too far, all of a sudden you just have no fucking grip whatsoever. Exactly. RT660s are the truth, though. Like, those are, like... Yeah, those are, yeah. like... Good shit. Those are, like, R's if you're smart enough to not spend R money. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm gonna go one step further and say they're better than the R. Like, the R, they have would you say changed... something so brave? <sighs> so brave. <laughs> <laughs> Did you I not see put... that wheel tuck? No, I, I mean, with I'm not gonna argue with them. I mean... So the the other thing, like all the mods that I've done through my car, I've tried to research like as much as I possibly can, talk to all the possible people I can, and I'm I'm in the engineering field, like that's what I did through college. Okay. So I've got a lot of friends that have done. Oh, I got a fucking like, smart guy over here. I'm just kidding. Anyway. 
<laughs> I, I got kicked out of school. I only barely made it through. So, like, yeah, me too. But it was high school, so you know, whatever. <laughs> same, same, right? Same, same. Yeah, same thing, you know. <laughs> but um, like, I, I just basically tried to like lean on any possible person I could find to to like ask about just like different stuff about the car, like you know, what kind of bushings would you put in, what kind of like tire compounds, all that sort of stuff, and. Literally, from like most of the people that I talk to, um, especially a few friends that actually work in the tire industry, um, most of them right now are doing motorcycles and bicycle stuff. Mm -hmm. They're within the organization that's also doing, you know, road course tires and stuff like that. They were basically saying that like triple eight R's are like twenty year old technology. Like they haven't changed the the compound ever. Like it's the right. same original shit. Nothing has changed, and now you can do like a, a two ninety five triple eight R. And get the same grip out of a 255 RT660. Crazy. That's fucking wow. wild. I mean, I, I I haven't driven them to back it up, but from yeah. every person that I've spoken to about it, it they all like have empirical, said that. empirically speaking, like yeah, and yeah. they and they all push me to do like, hey, try RT660. Um, if you really want to break the bank, the AO52, but they they won't last. Like you yeah. know, you do. That's what my buddy was oh. running on his Integra forever was AO52. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I mean, fantastic tire. I mean, that, that is like the king of the autocross tires. But on a big track like Road Atlanta, I mean, they're going to get hot. They're going to get greasy. Yeah, you need longe you need longevity, right? You need longevity. Because right. like the yeah. like the I mean, the tire that like like I have PS4s on my STI, which is a great <laughs> like. It's not an all season, but it does great in the wet. You know what I mean? And it's like <laughs> that's my rain tire. Yeah, they're not super expensive. Like the when I realized that the shitty Yokohama Advans that come from the factory and PS four S's on a stock room were the same cost. I was like, this is a fucking no brainer right here. Like I know yeah. what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. But it's not a track tire. PS4s are amazing. No, I mean, it, it's, it's a really, really good, like aggressive put five tire laps tire. on it. You know what I mean? Like, and then it's like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've, I've blown them out. Like I've, I've worn oh, them shit. completely <laughs> through the sidewall. <laughs> I could go and bring them in and show you. Like literally I have, uh, I have four blown through PS4 tires in the garage. I've got three RT660s I blew the sidewall on. Um, yeah. Mid-corner? So, uh, yeah, mid-corner. Um, like, tire didn't lose air, but the entire sidewall just, like, separated. Like, the entire bead just... Holy bad. crap. So, like, <laughs> literally a, a bubble for, like, half the rim. So, the, the real question here is, like, at that moment, theoretically, if someone had shoved a lump of coal up your ass would you then generate a diamond Ooh, the seat cushion was already blocking Ooh. it man the seat cushion was so far up there oh yeah, yeah. like i oh, mean butt chucking my dude butt chucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no i've had i've had some some moments like that like there's a few like divots on some of the exits of like the curbing yeah. on some of the corners and I mean, I've smacked them going as like as fast as I possibly can go, and the cars like jumped like all four tires off the ground, landed a little ways over, and then I hate like those immediately feel like, like, Yeah, I don't hate those <laughs> moments. Like one, they're like I've done shit like that. Like, um, like dude, we did we fucking hit mosquito. The first time we hit Mosquito Ridge, I hit a giant chunk of fucking asphalt that came off like mid quarter, yeah. and I was driving very yeah. slow because I had never driven Mosquito Ridge, which I don't know if you know where this road is, but it's a uh, road in NorCal. <laughs> It's like nine miles long. It's sketchy as fuck. There's no guardrails. It's great. Oh, yeah. nope. Anyway, um, I hit a chunk. You know, I'm riding in the back and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Go ahead. And I hit a chunk of asphalt mid hairpin 
and the front goes flat like that, like just does this whole oh. fucking thing. And I'm granted, I'm only going like 35, but it doesn't matter when you're on the side of a mountain. That shit scares the fuck out of you, right? Oh fuck yeah! And then you have all of the like, what if I cracked a wheel? What if I just broke a suspension piece? What if I right? And it's like, and what if I? I mean, like Subies are really notorious for busting wheel studs. Very notorious for it. And so the whole ride back, I'm like, what if my wheel just fucking flies off? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, oh. just saying. Yeah. Now, and, and like the worst part is like half the times that I've had these like tire failures, I've had somebody in the car with me and like, oh yeah. And, and like the worst ones is like, I'll, I'll like feel something and then like I'll pull in the pit. Like as soon as I feel something like wrong with the car yeah. and I've had a few friends like look over and they're like, dude, what are you stopping for? And I'm like, you didn't feel like the whole side of the car just like shaking violently as we were going down the front street. Yeah. Like, when you're, when you're right oh. seat though, like when you're right seat and you don't like the steering wheel in your hand is the thing, right? That's like where all oh, yeah. the communication with the car comes from. And exactly. it's like, if that's not in your hand and somebody else is driving, first of all, I can't right seat that I, I can't fucking do it. I don't trust anyone enough. There was one night when I, I used to run canyons like a ton as a kid, right? My buddy Zach, who actually really want to get on the show, I'm gonna hit him up because um, he's got he's got a G a 2000 GSR, and he's had this car since oh, we were kids. He has not gotten rid of it. He's Wait, he bought. I, I, I just said that in the comments. I missed my GSR. Yeah. So check this shit out. He's had this car since we were kids. He has not gotten rid of it. We used to make so much fucking fun of him for this fucking Integra, right? Because uh, we were all fucking drift kids or whatever. We all had 240s and Mustangs and shit. Yeah. This fucking car at one point was making like 700 wheel turbo oh B20 non VTEC on fucking corn. What? On, on front wheel drive? <laughs> on front, and, uh, he was like smoking GTRs and shit. And then he was like, I want to get back to driving in like corners. So he oh. wide, he put wide front fenders on it. I think he runs eight and a half fronts and seven in the rear. Um, It's got a full ITR front end jdm itr front end it's got the full yeah. i can't remember the name of the company but it's got a full aero package it's got a voltex wing on it he tuned it down to 450 it's got a fucking like full-on like race bucket in it and he just goes yeah. and smashes wow. he's got the sickest fucking billet shifter i've ever seen in my life like k-sport makes these super legit like yeah and, yeah yeah and he's thrown more money at this car than I've thrown at any car that I've owned combined. And the thing's fucking tits, dude. Like, you know yeah, I mean? That's awesome. And I'm, like, I'm and down I, for that. And now it's like, I went from like talking shit to him about like, dude, you get rid of your fucking Honda, buy a real car. I'm like, yo dude, like that car is fucking amazing. You know what I mean? So, and by um, the way, if you ever wanted to sell that car, I yeah, might be in line to uh, buy that for me real quick. <laughs> I just tell dude, you, honestly, no. the way, the way cars are going right now, like he might be like, he's probably only like, 10, 15 grand shy of what your GTR is worth right now. That's how fucking nice that oh, car yeah. is. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, 100%. Like, wow. Like, like Cybon Carbon Hood, like the fucking whole nine yards. Dude, the thing's... Mm -hmm. Well done, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because he looks like Paul Walker, too, so we used to give him hella shit about it. Um, yes. Hey, he doesn't really look like Paul Walker. He was just the only blonde white kid we hung out with, so, you know. Uh, <laughs> by, by default <laughs> by default you're Paul Walker you're fucking Brian Spiller okay so let's get to the nitty gritty man let's get to the real shit so how, yeah, yeah. like what when did you when did the switch flip and you just said fuck it I'm going for it and it just went all out and like how far have you come so far like what's like uh, done to the car as it sits right now 
Yeah, yeah. So really what flipped the switch, like I had done um, a bunch of different racing schools um, just all throughout my life. Like I've done open wheel with Skip Barber. I've done uh, BMW racing school. I've done their their M school, which is like the lower level thing before you can get to the racing school. Done that multiple times, which is a fucking blast. Like if you ever wanted to do a driving experience where you actually drive, BMW school is the one to do. Like yeah. every other one is is absolute shit. Like Porsche, you drive for maybe 45 minutes in a six hour time period. As you BMW, about PEC? Uh, well, there, there's one here in Atlanta. It's like the Porsche Experience Center. Yeah, like, so there's, yeah, there's one in LA yeah. too. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's the same thing. It's essentially they take you through like all of the different classrooms and show you like where the F1 drivers do like the reaction button wall and shit like this, like stuff that like I don't give a shit about whatsoever. I want to drive the damn car. <laughs> and and literally in a six hour time period, I drove the car 45 minutes. 45 minutes, and it's a small track. It was just. And Didn't it was a waste you. of money. I mean, yeah, to be fair, was, you're like jaded by running road fucking Atlanta all the time. Like, I, so at the time I hadn't driven road Atlanta. Okay. At the time I had never driven road Atlanta. So like, this was like me trying to get into it. Like I'd always like loved racing and wanted to Atlanta's do Atlanta's track is, 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 is set road up Atlanta for is not... amazing. Yeah. No, I mean, no, no. It, at Porsche, it's not set up for a racetrack and Porsche there is set up for certain scenarios, certain mm-hmm things that they're going to throw you through versus road america where that's that's a fucking real racetrack yeah road america is. yeah but anyways but, like, like the, the experience is the shit. only one i've done here like I, yeah. I haven't like seen the california one so may, maybe they Not do a better different. experience there um but yeah like they they kept it so curated and like very kind of like tight and restricted exactly like they they were wanting to show the espresso bar more than they actually wanted you to see the actual cars like yeah. it was it was insane like here let us show you the sauna and the espresso bar that we have for the drivers and whatnot and it's like, come on like what are we here for bmw man they do an eight hour class and it's seriously seven hours behind the wheel like it okay. is you are tired at the end of the day I'm and like that and shit, that that is what really started pushing me to to try to get on track to do more with like my r like i've done obviously the other cars have hit like the firm and i've done sebring and stuff like that but with the r i hadn't done you know anything so it was kind of like okay let's get back into that let's really try to like go after it i started doing all the kind of like the club tracking events and really after the first i want to say two I started seeing like, yeah, there's like mega deficiencies in the car that need to be fixed, especially at like the speeds that it was starting to push, um, you know, like brake fade, serious body roll in the car, snap oversteer, all, all that sort of like weird stuff. Um, ice mode and braking, Kyle, I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but it's like scary as shit. Like go flat to the floor on the brakes, car brakes perfectly fine for like about a second. And then next second, there's no brakes whatsoever. Like, I mean, your foot is still flat. You're still putting all the pressure you can. I think you're on the ice is how it is. Yeah, it, it essentially thinks that you're going too fast and you're emergency braking when you shouldn't be. It thinks that you're fucking up. Yeah, it's essentially oh. what it does. Yeah, and, and there's, there's lots of programs like that in the car that a lot of people don't know about. A lot of people don't turn off or they don't change. And they get stuff like that all the time on track. You know, you'll be flying into a corner go to the brakes and just nothing happens. And, you know, people have lost cars like that. So, yeah, I started to to find out a lot of the deficiencies there and just really started kind of going through methodically logging different changes within the system. So, like, 
I would change a brake setting and then go out and test the car and, and log it and see if, you know, the same interventions would happen and throttle cuts and all that sort of stuff. Kind of just like work through a very long list of those mods. You engineered right. it. You scienced the fuck out of it is essentially what you I mean. Ish. I mean, I mean like, to be yeah, that methodical I, and like to break yeah. it down, like that's not something that I would do, right? Like I would change seven things and be like, it feels like shit. Let's dial back two of them. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, so I mean, when, it, you, when you were saying you change things, you just basically use what Vadcom and change the settings on there, right? Yeah, yeah Vadcom, OBD eleven, either one works. Yeah. So um, if you guys don't know, like, what's awesome about Volkswagen is you can actually go into each ECU, right? And change its setting. So I'm able to, on my GTI, get traction control completely off just like the Golf R. Where from the factory, it doesn't give you that option. Or you can change how many pop pops come when you want to go pop pop. Yeah, that's, that's EQT. <laughs> Purple tunes are for children. Okay. <laughs> if I want to snap crackle yeah. pop, I'll use some fucking rice scrapes. He's going to fuck out of here with that shit. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Who hurt you? Oh, listen, Who hurt listen, you? my shit backfires and it's just California. from fucking too much fuel, Florida, baby. That's it. <laughs> By the way, Kyle, I'm gonna we're gonna cross-reference some uh ECU tuning or factory ECU. You guys tuning. are gonna you got what you guys gonna sword fight? Yeah, cross oh, cross oh, streams, oh, whatever you cross want. The streams. <laughs> <laughs> it's top shelf oh. top shelf content. Don't be right mad, here. don't be mad because you're slow. Okay. <laughs> Listen, to be fair, technically, Mike, actually, technically, Chris has the slowest car here now. Oof. That's true. <laughs> and that one really doesn't start. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 wait. Technically, this Yummy's still Tacoma, but it's reliable, so ha. Huh? <laughs> I, I was talking about the Elko. That, bit, that bitch don't move, so it's slow, and it don't yeah. start. Hey, way more reliable than some Audi that Timmy drives. Mm. <laughs> the only thing I've brought it in the shop for is for rattles. Wow, you're that guy. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I So what if I put 40,000 yeah, miles yeah, on I, my I, car that, in 20 That bitch needs fucking brakes. The brake light is on. This fool drops it off for fucking three, three rattles. My camera right now. It's just dad dealing at you from the other room. Because I was taking a leak. <laughs> and fucking this fool drops it off for all kinds of bullshit rattles. And I get to make no money. But it's like, oh, just my brother's going to do my brakes I, for $200. Yeah. Oh, I can't just help Mike out and spend some money. Yeah, spend nine hundred bucks. I'd have got you that guy. Anyway, that's more than my race brakes. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want to Damn. talk about how much my brakes cost. Yeah. Oof. All right, yeah, I'd... back to Kyle. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> what do you well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <fine. Yeah. laughs> yeah, like so. so, yeah, so I, we're. I no, go ahead. Good, good, go. Um, yeah, like, uh, you know, I did the schools, wanted to get into it. And then, um, honestly, what really put me over the edge was uh, my wife took me to uh, Petit Le Mans. I don't know if you guys heard about that, but it's like the, it's like Le Mans style cars racing at Road Atlanta for, uh, I think it's 14 hours or 12 hours. Yeah, it's, it's like it's 12 or 24 is usually what they do, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's their big race. Uh, you know, I mean, people from all over the world are there. F1 drivers are competing. Like, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's like a big, like Bavarian festival that they put on. So it's super, super fun. Um, but she got me tickets for that for my birthday, uh, or 
actually no that might have been actually that was an anniversary um yeah anyways so she took me to that um had like a, a phenomenal time and like they literally let you walk all over the track like i mean anywhere and everywhere so you got like the best view of everything i mean after that it was just like i i need to drive here more i i, I have to do this so it was just suing and finding every single club that would like allow a driver with like my like background and stuff to come in do their driver test so i could get like up in their ranks so i could start driving you know in the groups that i wanted to drive in not novice and shit like that um like that was one thing that i found like a lot of people don't want to do these track days because they all feel like oh, i'm gonna have an instructor the entire time people are gonna want to make me go slow like all that sort of shit but Really, it's it's you have like two two events, maybe three, where you have to have an instructor with you before you know. As long as you're decent, they'll let you go free. I mean, I feel like that shit's like I feel like people have an inflated sense of their own ability too. Oh yeah, especially in like a track setting. Like, it's one thing to like, like if you run a canyon, there's a lot of things that like kind of limit how fast you go. Um, whether it's survival instinct or other cars on the road visibility whatever you know you're worried about a cop there's just a lot of other shit on a track it's like hey you're supposed to go as fucking fast as you can here Mm -hmm. and yeah no exactly there's a lot of elevation changes you know what i mean like it's you don't have not i think people assume that not having the restrictions means that you'll instantly adapt and it's like no, it's an infinitely more complex situation. It's safer, right? It's safer in a lot of respects, but at the same time, it's like, dude, you got to be on your fucking P's and Q's because now you have to worry about everybody around you is trying to go mm-hmm. fast as fuck. So when there's a GT2 RS behind you and you're in your fucking shit box, <laughs> do you know which side of the track you're supposed to be on so it doesn't cream your right. fucking clock and you got to pay for $700,000 worth of car? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and be able to make those decisions comfortably and understand that like, he knows to not pass me here. He knows to wait to go here, but I need to make sure I give him the point. But like, you know what I mean? It's like making those splits yeah. and you're not really slowing down either. You're still running your oh. lap. You know what I mean? So it's like, exactly. yeah, everybody thinks they're yeah, fucking, mean, everybody thinks they're fucking Michael Schumacher until they have to be. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, obviously I'm guilty of it. Everybody is like when they go out, like the, the big group that I run with here, they call it the red mist. And essentially they call it like, you get the red mist over your eyes when you see someone in front of you that you think you can catch. So you're going to push to catch them. Whether or not you should or not, you're going to try it because of the red mist and shit like that. And I mean, I'm guilty of it. It's happened to me. I've gotten into hairy situations from it, but I've, I've tried to learn to not do that. And every time I've gone, I've either ridden with an instructor or had some sort of race driver that's there come and do a ride along with me, do lead follow, just something. Cause every time I want to go, I want to learn more. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, it. it's about like going out and turning the fastest lap I can and, you know, just having fun. But right. sometimes I want to get something out of it, like a little bit more than just the normal lap time. Yeah, so, development, development's important. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. like contrary to popular belief, like you really can't teach yourself to drive quote unquote. <laughs> you can't, you can't. You, know, not you at all. have to have something to measure yourself against. Mm-hmm. And, um, if you don't have that and you don't, you know, you don't, you won't pay attention to kind of the minutia, the incremental changes, right. The, like the placement or, you know, like, like the, so like the Canyon used to run back home all the time. Like it, it got to a point where like, I could see it in my head turn for turn. Right. So like, I would, yeah, now yeah. I would know like where, where do I put myself? And in, like, to be completely honest, which is fucking stupid, but we used to split lanes in the middle of the night. Right. And do all that whole shit. 
It was like one o'clock in the morning, dude, in the middle of fucking Angeles Crest, right? It's like whatever, right? Maybe I almost sideswiped the BMW. Who knows? But <laughs> you know what I mean? But Keyword it's like, is almost. Keyword is almost. Do you remember yeah. when that Mustang came around that corner where we were running stubs at one time and everybody's butt puckered at the same time? Ooh. Yeah, that was great. That <laughs> was Lee Car. Fuck that shit buckle. We, oh there was God. no other cars on the road for like 15 fucking minutes and then out of nowhere in a fast ass corner where we're all starting oh. to like flirt with the idea of crossing the line this fucking mustang comes out of nowhere <laughs> i've oh. had a fucking heart attack yeah so you know doing this at 80 90 is not fun right anyway no oh, yeah. um, it was not car did not like that nobody's car is like that <laughs> nobody liked that um but no but you know you you get that um you have to get that familiarity to like know what's coming up next to you and like you know, you go to like Willow, like Kyle was just at Willow, right? Mm-hmm. Willow's nine corners. It's really easy to remember. Right. Road Atlanta is a bigger track, right? Road it, America is even twelve. Yeah, Road, Road Atlanta is only twelve corners. That's thirty percent more than fucking Willow. Everybody can count to twelve. Yeah. I barely know where I am half the time, right? And I'm running this <laughs> whole fucking circus. So you know what I'm saying? Like, How do you? Thanks, Dad. <sighs> um. So like no, but I mean to that point, like the guys that memorize the Nurburgring, I'm like, you're a fucking like what? Who? Yeah. You got to be a genius to do that right? shit. Like, like R.I.P. Sabine and, Schmidt. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, what but but you go, don't. You, but in, in 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 theory, you don't though, right? Like if you think about it, and you think about someone like a basketball player, right? All they do is go out and shoot jump shots. All they do out and go and shoot free throws. All these dudes do is drive. That's a really and good like, point. That's actually a really and good like point. and like to remember it's it, it you get to a point and you think about they do like a twenty four hours of like mons right and like it gets dark and you've seen the videos where the fucking lights go out yeah and it's nothing but so muscle memory of them literally Ooh. like okay I've done this. Ten thousand fucking times. It's this and this, this and this. Mike, and like, wait, wait, Chris has something he would like to contribute because he's raised his hand like six times. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the, so, the point I was trying to make to like piggyback off Mike is like, um, it's like you drive home, right? And this is like yeah. why we we've said it like a million times. Like, don't fucking make your car faster. Drive it more. Seat time is more important, right? So, like, if you're gonna have a home track, right, like. To you, like exactly what exactly what you're doing, right? Like, how many groups can I get a part of to where I can go drive this track over and over and over and over and over again? That's the shit that's important, right? The seat time on the track you're comfortable with, and then you know, as if finances allow, drive more tracks, yeah. drive them more consistently, do it more often. So then you have the memory because now at least you know the layout of the road that you're mm-hmm. on, and then you can really start improving. Oh, yeah. Because you can't go you fast. Different lines. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. Like, I think, mo- I mean, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, my initial idea of what a perfect racing line one came from Gran Turismo when I was a kid. And then you get out on the road and you realize, like, yeah, that doesn't like always work. You know, like taking <laughs> the late, taking yeah. the latest, like, it's like, oh, take the late apex. Well, it's like, yeah, but if the late apex fucks you on the corner after that and the corner after that, then like you don't oh. actually want to take yep. the late apex on this. You know what I mean? It's like, and, and learning that. There's a bigger flow. There's a bigger picture. You got to get around the whole course fast and you can't take it corner by corner by corner. That shit that just comes. It's like anything else. It's like experience. It's like wrenching on a car. It's like doing anything, right? Like you have to kind of garner that experience over time. And yeah, it's fucking seat time, dude. You know what I mean? Like you need to, you just got to drive your goddamn car as much as you can. That's it. Yep. 
And and I've always tried to, you know, subscribe to that philosophy, but I am guilty every single track day I've bought something afterwards. <laughs> like every <laughs> every single yeah. time. And it's usually it's because of tequila, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean in, in every time it's always something different. You know, it's either like, well shit, last time I didn't go quite as hard on the brakes. I couldn't follow that Porsche as close as I wanted to. Like, let's get brakes this time. Yeah. It's just like every time it's always something different or changing the alignment setting. And you know, at least I think now Talk I'm at a fucking rabbit hole. Anyway, That's crazy. <laughs> on, VW, That's man, crazy. on VW, I swear to God, there is a golden ratio for track and it's only for track. Like anywhere else, it, it is dog shit. It doesn't work on the highway. But if you track the car, there's uh -huh. a golden ratio for the alignment that just makes it perfect. Like perfect rotation if it breaks free it just slides nice and fine like you're not getting any like tail rotation kind of push like out that. and like yeah 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 it, it's it's beautiful um but i mean the, the real secret to that is it's it's one degree camber split between front and rear um three degrees negative camber up front is what you have to hit so three degrees negative up front is the minimum and then obviously two or the one degree less out back um as much caster as you can possibly do and then zero to all the way positive around. caster like, uh yeah, positive caster in the front. So you want a bunch of self steer? Oh yeah, ones. Really? Ones. Mm -hmm. So like right now, my car is negative three five uh, camber, uh, nine caster, zero toe, and then uh, two point five in the rear. Yeah. When caster. I think when I think positive caster, when I think super high caster numbers, I think drift car. <laughs> right, like that's the first thing that like because like that's like. Yeah. That's like the cheat code to like getting a car to rotate halfway decent is stiff ass fucking sway bar and a gang of front caster. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it'll at least get it to come around if if you've got too much traction or like your you know your gearing's not right or whatever. You stiffen the fuck out of the rear. You loosen up the front. Put a bunch of caster in it, and it'll at least be manageable around, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and these yeah, guys give me the shit for running negative two on my SDI, and they're like, "Oh, you're <laughs> fucking very rare. This guy's running three. Fuck off." Negative two, oh, that's, that's nothing. Like, I, everyone in our groups always is like, oh, it's going to ruin your tires. Like, negative two, you're not even going to see that on your tire. Like, no, no. you tow more bad toe alignment. That. Yeah, toe, toe will yeah. fuck your tires up way faster than camber. Yeah. I mean, no, listen, on the, free, on the freeway all day, I will tell, like, it, you lose a little bit of front end, like, straight line stability, right? It, it, it oh, tracks a little bit, you know what I mean? It does a little bit mm -hmm. of this shit. But once you get used to it, especially on, a, on an SCI where, like, you get lift off oversteer. So just like you lift off the throttle, just pulls to the right. You know what I mean? It just, it's what they do, right? Like, well, you have, you have three diffs under tension. And then when you instantly unloosen all of them, it's going to go one direction or the yeah. other. You know what I mean? Correct. Um, but when you get used to that shit, it's just like, this is what you, they do. You run negative two and still get decent tire wear. Oh yeah. Perfect. So the, the best part okay. is that I use yeah, yeah. A, a pyrometer cool. um, almost every single time I go. Um, but I'm, I'm usually at about, 32 to 34 psi coming off hot and i mean i'm within maybe five degrees inner inner wall to outer wall like it's oh very, you're really getting in that's there excellent yeah, yeah. yeah. oh three, yeah three points across the tire um every time i come off the session yeah so for the record mike to answer your question about negative camber the new cayenne turbo s fucking cross coupe bullshit the, coupe. the cayenne yeah. turbo coupe that bitch runs two degrees of negative camber in the rear from the factory well, I, I ran, I was negative two on my STI, and like, dude, I burned through a set of tires and. Yeah, but what tires though? The Kumos. Which Kumos? Kumos. You uh, put PS4S's on the middle last. 
Like, you know what I mean? You put a good set of tires on them. The PS4S is, at, you know, the tread is actually pretty fucking stout on the set of PS4S. Yeah. Right? So, granted, you're going to pay a little bit more for them because you have the wider wheels. You got to put a 265 on them. So, you're probably pushing 11, 1200 bucks for a set of tires. But, yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's it's coming. I'm going to need tires soon. But, I mean, like, you, you yeah. already do. They are, yeah, I, I know. The fact that those tires are still on those wheels <laughs> when you put them on the <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> the you, understand, you understand that's the third set of those tires, right? Since the last time we drove together? Because I don't think it's, I'm pretty sure it's no, the same set of tires. Set. That's the yeah. same set. <laughs> but I, like, I haven't driven bitch, I've been either. In Texas I haven't for dri- seven months. <laughs> I haven't driven, we haven't driven either. Like, there's been one. We've driven. The one. What do you mean? You ain't getting out of the shit. No, you guys have been uh, in three drives since I've on. been in Texas. Yeah. No, how we've been in three? this conversation right now. I just put your wheels, your suspension, your down or your cat back exhaust, all that. Well, you were getting a massage, you piece of shit. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so just wow, when eyeballing when it, when it, it just <laughs> eyeballing the tread, you're at three thirty seconds. Oh yeah. That's used car. That's only, used that's, car that's purchase level go. of the yeah. treadwear right there. Yeah, I think I think they start off at like six or seven. They're they're that's, they're not. They're that's not. Better good, than, that's they're better not than good than tires. Car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, an incredibly advanced like, all-wheel drive system though. Like, yeah. Bullshit. You know. <laughs> have you have you heard? Have you ever? Oh, you have never heard Lenny's car back up. I've never seen Lenny's it, car in person. It, it sounds like Lenny's car is going to come the fuck apart when it backs the fuck up. Because it's, it's got the rear diff that's locking and unlocking. So it's as it fucking backs R32. Which year? Because I've got a buddy that has a uh, an R32. Um, and his like pops all the, the damn gray time. One? On the gray one? First of all, that gray yeah, yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That oh, yeah. was sick, by the way. Listen, ah, anytime you're removing I, a headlight for an intake, I'm fucking here for it, baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a dream baby car, man. He, he, I mean, he did everything to get that car from Japan. I mean, it's it's so perfect too. Yeah, like, no, that thing's yeah, it's, it's a great clean. car. And let's honestly, yeah. that and and I know it didn't come on R32s, but that gray and the whatever the purple is yeah, are my two purple. favorite. Yeah. Well, they don't even call it midnight. Well, that okay. There's that the midnight purple and it. that gold fucking color. That like it's almost like their Austin yellow BMW color. You know what I'm saying? But it's like a little more brown in it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, fucking, <laughs> fucking like I'm usually like a black, white, or red dude, but there's a couple of colors. Mm-hmm. So it's like BMW techno violet, right? Um, that fuck. Then blue. those two colors from the GT. Oh uh, yeah, no, my I'm a Miami blue dude. I'm a Mexican Miami blue. Okay. Yeah. yeah, hands down. Hands and I like chalk until I started seeing it on every fucking Macan <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> no, you Everyone. like chalk until you saw it in every fucking make and model that's possible. Even fucking Honda has chalk. It's really Don't even it's start a bummer. Me shit. It's a huge yes. bummer. Okay, so Kyle, where is the car at right now? Like as it sits, like run me through everything, everything. that's done to it <laughs> right now. All right, so let, I guess let's start with power. Yeah. Um, basic, basic bolt-ons there. So obviously, intercooler, downpipe, exhaust, intake, yeah. tuning. Um, that's really it for power. I mean, that's that's literally it. And you just shredded cylinder injectors? number two, right? So you're redoing that. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like no, no, no injector upgrades, nothing like that. 
just basic stage two, basic stage two out of, out so of what, what's uh, it? How much power is it making right now? Uh, I mean, that's like, good, like 380 something. <laughs> okay. So you literally went track build. You just went. Oh, yeah. 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 No, okay. no, hundred percent. Like I, I spent all of my money and, and actually I went back and totaled it up recently and I should have bought a nine eleven. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, oh. but I, I went stupid. I, I, I absolutely, like I said before, like I wanted this to be perfect. Does it have like Moton fucking coilovers on it or like, what are we doing here? Coil, coils are coming. That's, that's actually chapter number two. Um, so really what's on it right the, now? Uh, uh, right now it's got Bill Stein B16. We're still talking about power, Alex. It's he's a stage two card. It's a bolt on card. You want me to go? You yeah, want me to fucking struck myself yeah, up? My stage power, three SDI. It's the same shit. Uh, <laughs> power is whatever. You know, yeah, it's no, got like this the little is things. A, this is a suspension car, and that shit interests me because yes. like like suspension and brakes will change the face of a vehicle, right? Like if you if you learn how to drive to the point where you need to upgrade your brakes, now you're figuring out how fucking fast that right. car is. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So. This might this might hurt your feelings slightly or a little bit. Um, I mean, my feelings are already hurt, but whatever. Well, the stock single piston opposed calipers on my R can pull 1.6 Gs in braking. What the fuck? Oh Jesus! Cries in six piston Brembos. Anyway, have, have it <laughs> I, I know, right? Yeah. Fuck. So how much? Would, Everyone... Okay, let, let's let's put let's make this a very easy very easy fix. How much did your brake upgrade cost? Because I'm sure you did pads and rotors. How much was that? uh just the front pads. just the front oh no i do both like that's that's part of the r you have you have to do both no but um, just just the, tell me the front just tell me the front because okay, so i know just the front um was it 300 bucks on pads 150 bucks on rotors cost me 900 dollars <laughs> to do my front brakes myself yeah. <laughs> i mean it's it's so stupid cheap cool and i mean that was carbotech brake pads right so the bitch stops really good now but like Damn. yeah oh no it yeah. like yeah, I out, I did outbreak a Porsche on the freeway the other day, and it was pretty funny. Wow! <laughs> like we were kind of like fucking around because you know my car's loud and like whatever, right? Yeah. And it was like a fucking, uh, it wasn't a, it wasn't a turbo. It was a, it was a fucking Currity, like a newer Currity, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. obviously oh. faster than I am because it's a Porsche whatever right but i threw it in sport sharp and i was like dicking around or whatever and i'm like trying to keep up with them and then like texas the thing about texas is you come around a corner and the freeway just hits a fucking hard wall so we come around the corner and he's probably a car length and a half in front of me car car length and a half in front of me and he slams on his brakes so we're in the like the right two lanes huh? he slams on his brakes I slam on my brakes. The two cars in front of us are neck and neck. He pitched it into the fucking emergency lane, and I stopped three feet short of the car in front of me. And that's no downshifts. That's just straight neutral. Fucking hold it and pray. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, I got this. I got this. I got this. <laughs> and you, Mike knows what I'm talking about. You know when you're just kind of slowly pushing your foot farther and farther into that pedal, uh-huh. just praying that it doesn't let go. Yeah, that's where I was. But I mean, it, it did it. Oh it held my it. God. It held it. Dude, and in the 15, I've been there. I've been yeah. there. And he's like, you know, he's off because his car is like fucking way more expensive than mine or whatever, right? And then traffic starts to move. And he's throwing his blinker on, trying to merge back in. And I just kind of looked at him as I drove by. <laughs> like, <fucking> <laughs> 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 oh, 
So like, <laughs> did you just throw your hazards on? Like a Tom's no, that comment, been, new racing, these kids are doing brake challenges. That's what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> I'm literally trying to prove that my car's slower than his. <laughs> hey, I oh. drove I drove I drove home tonight and I, I drove I drive home a certain way and we may have talked about it on the podcast, but there's a certain area where there might have been a car accident and there's like trees. And I may have been driving past that car accident when it happened, and the trees are still recovering almost two years later of like the bark trying to grow back. Oh, is this when shit. your your rim got chipped because that other fucking Subaru decided he wanted to race you? Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, yeah. So Mike was I'm I'm gonna tell the story because I'm drunk and I'm talking, but Whatever. Mike comes to work one day and we're bullshitting outside and I notice there's a chip in his rim and he starts talking. Oh, no, 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 no. Fuck that. It's when we went to your house. We went <laughs> to your house that night to go take photos and we pull up and there's yeah. a chip in your rim. And I'm like, what the fuck? And D goes, this other STI tried to race him and the car like came apart. Because they were like fucking, and he like pitched what? it into a tree. Yeah, dude, it was fucking. We were, we were coming down this road and this dude like in a bug eye takes off or i'm like i take off and he hears me take off and he's like oh yeah and he fucking like gets up next to me and like i'm moving but i let him go like like i'm not i'm not gonna race you my car's not fast it's quick it's not fast so he takes off and another car pulls out and i watch his rear taillights do like one of these like it like tried to miss and i can never i don't think it clipped that car i think he like went like this bit around loose. and overcorrected and this dude yep. hit a tree and literally like i saw headlights hit the the ground go up and then come <laughs> back down and i swerved around a wheel and something oh, hit wheel. the car and my red wheels that i had were chipped and like that legit was two years ago yeah it was wow and the bark is still trying to go back. Like no joke, there's probably a three by three piece of bark missing out of this big ass tree that this car like. Well, he pulled around. like he pulled. So like the thing about like, and I, I think I posted him even the drivers group about it forever, and it was like how to recover from a spin and like front wheel drive and rear wheel drive and all wheel drive. It's like front wheel drive. It's like oh, you let off the gas and you straighten the car out, right? Front wheel drive is mm-hmm. like point it in the right direction and smack it, and all wheel drive is like pray. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, realistically, in like a symmetrical all wheel drive car like a Subi, it's like you don't want to let off, right? Like if you're trying to change direction, right? If you well, like so the car is coming out in front of you here. You're going this way. You need to go left. Let off, change, smack the fucking gas as fast as you can once the front ends pass whatever you're trying to hit, and then pull it back mm-hmm. around the other way. And I guarantee you that dude left off the whole time and did yep. this shit, and it just came apart. And Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Know? And, like, it's crazy to see, like, that was literally almost two years ago, and, like, it's still trying to grow back its bark from, it like, this. And, like, the tree... Damn. The tree didn't do shit. Like the tree, literally, like like you could see where like broken wood was and stuff. But like vibrated the car, the car grenaded just everywhere. That's what hit the car was something off of the car. But I remember driving through it and like there was a wheel and tire over to my left that like hit a like the curb that was probably four car lanes wide. Hit the other side. That's how badly this car exploded against that tree. Jesus, fuck all that. Jesus. Okay. And like the kid, the kid walked away from it. I'm just saying, but like that, that's some crazy shit. Fucking bug. Wow. I didn't. Well, so actually, y- y'all two stories on oh, real quick. Y'all two yeah. stories actually reminded me of, of shit that happened on track. So, um, a real, real interesting statistic about Road Atlanta, and you guys can look this up. Every 300 laps that are done at Road Atlanta, 
one car is totaled. One car. That's shit. not that bad. What? It's not uh, 300 laps of your car. No, it's no. just Any 300 car. laps. Sure. So if you have an event with 100 people there, you're going to lose a couple cars over the weekend. Correct. So every, every time I go, there's at least three cars that are totaled every single time. They tell you that Damn. at the start. They're like, hey, who here has crashed at Road Atlanta? And, I mean, 80% of the people raise their hand. They're like, hey, I've, I've had something go wrong. I've crashed. And then they say, hey, everyone else that hasn't raised their hand, they might be your day. Like, I mean, they literally try to throw it in your face that, like, you're not as good as you think you are. This track will claim you. It will happen. And I mean, right. it, it's got it, a it's lot fucking... of shit going on. Like, that, yeah. like, people don't, like, you know, it's like you have elevation changes. You have quick elevation changes. There's that mm-hmm. one, there's that one section coming into the section where they, um, where they usually run the drift event. Where it's yep. like yep. you're coming uphill and then it's very quickly downhill, right? And it's yep. like. That's at the end of the long straight too. Like exactly coming down down that hill, I'm doing a buck fifty. You lift yeah. free the drop. That's cool. You lift before I, the no, drop. I, I stay flat into the drop. So crest the drop and then I start breaking at about the three hundred marker or just after the three hundred marker. That's fucking Damn. big ball. Because I That's feel like I, I feel like a rear wheel drive car, it's very easy to get unsettled right there. Yeah, big time. Big time. Actually, last event, um, so it, when you're coming into that, you're diving down, then you make a tight left-hander. Because it's like is, a long in, left sweep into that section, right? Like a very yeah, yeah, long exactly. left-hander, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, basically at the end of that, you do a tight left into a tight right. Yeah. And last event, some dude in, I think it was a E46, he got real tail-happy on 10A and ended up actually spinning all the way around and hitting the wall behind him. Fuck. I don't even know how that's possible. So, like, I mean, people lose all. Yeah, yeah, people lose all over the place. But literally, in in turn five, um, both the stories you guys were just saying literally almost happened in front of me. Um, So, three events ago, I got to see an S two thousand flip twice, land on his roof on the wall at turn five. Wait, damn. one Hold one up. of the um at the, the car was five. on the roof the car was on the roof on the wall like here's the wall, wall. here's the car like a hard top uh no convertible oh, oh. roll bar his cage up. was his yeah. cage was completely crumpled like he he walked out his cage was crumpled like everyone Ooh, that passed that was like man's whole perspective on life changed after that moment i did yeah, his job into you <laughs> like you don't walk no, away like, from that the same like that, that night i ordered not going back to the track we, that night what that night i ordered my cage <laughs> yeah smart i fucking smart. feel that smart. Smart. Yeah. i fucking uh, I, yeah i fucking feel that i tell these guys all the time like i i crashed in a canyon as a kid and i crashed in like a i crashed in a section where there was there used to be a retaining wall along this canyon road but it's you know it's at the very top of angeles crest and i hit a three foot remaining section of wall and on the either side of the wall is just flying off the side of a mountain. Oh God. And not only that, but the person who, so my car, I broke a tension rod. So like every time you break, it's trying to put the wheel in the fucking firewall. Right. And it was still down. (laughs) And the next weekend, the person who was in the car with me was like, yo, somebody went off where we almost went off and they climbed back up the mountain with broken arms and broken legs and took them two and a half hours. And I was like, yo, and it changed my whole <gasps> fucking life. That shit changed. Like I, I was uh, like, oh, I'm not invincible. Weird. You know what I mean? Like it just changes your whole fucking yeah. perspective on. Yeah, big time. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna incrementally push myself into shit from here on out because, especially with my son was born, so it's not worth it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. I, I'd rather, I'd way rather be the slow fucking guy for the first three months and then the dude who's confident every moment after that than like have to go out there and prove myself. Like, fuck it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I got to get home, dog. You know? I know exactly. Like, I've always worn that as like a, a badge of pride, at least with my car. Cause like I drive to the track unsupported, everything in my car, spare tires, gas, like all the shit. Yeah. Then I, I lap usually faster than most trailer cars and then I drive home. I'm always like, yeah, I mean, you guys ain't doing that. Like, this is a real street car that can do all that. And then this past time, I had to go home on the trailer. So everyone experiences. I mean, every, it. yeah, it's it's part it of happens. the game, right? Like, they don't, they don't last the forever. Game. Not, no, no, last forever. not at all. So and, I, I, the real question I want to ask is because we we fucking super fucking sidetracked as we usually do. But suspension wise, you so you have Bilstein shocks. Yeah, Bilstein yeah. coils. So. Okay. It's their, it's their top of the line, um, like tuner series coil. Like they so have is that the same shape you have, Kyle? I have the PSS tens. Okay. Yeah. So same one. Actually, yeah. Same same one. Yeah. It's like there's there's only one level higher than those in the Bilstein like lineup, if you will. Okay. Um, but I I went with these. Uh, just basically they were supposed to be the best all around coil. Okay. And and that's essentially at the time what I was looking for. I wasn't. Fully dedicated 100% to track when I got those coils. So at this point, I am overdriving them. Like the, I think they're 400 pound springs front and rear. So they're not crazy, yeah. crazy stiff springs. Um, but the valving is fantastic. Like oh, I can this hit, fucking tuck right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally, I can smack every curb and the car doesn't get upset. Like it just, it just eats the curbs. It was just beautiful. Be for that. Yeah. And Road Atlanta is one that you have to take, I want to say four. Four corners you need to be eating the curb like either all the way up on it straddling it or and that shit is like yeah that shit is like yeah that shit will it, fuck it, up the balance of a car if it's not set up right like curbs were not no. like inherently meant to be driven on right they were more like the edges yeah. of the shit but yeah, yeah exactly and, and on and on turn three the one where i'll put all four wheels up on it the, the curb it, it's not like just normal kind of like flat painted curbing uh, it's it they're like boy? trying they're triangles with a two inch lip on the back of it. So like every time you run off, it's like, doo, 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 doo. like I mean, like how fast biggest, are you going? Uh, through there, 90. Fuck oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's nuts. Bro, yeah. I don't, okay, yeah. so I, the other day I drove home and I was like, there's a side way I can go home and they have, it's made for trucks to, so they know when they're in the lane because it's like, so yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. big shipping airport right by where I live in Texas Alliance Center and it's like, Air, like amazon runs planes through there or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and so they have those really aggressive domed like oh. things right and i drove oh. home and i pulled into the left-hand turn lane a half second too late and clipped it with the left-hand side of my car at like 40 and the car just uh. goes whap, right like this and you know that's when you go home and you jack it up and you make sure you don't fucking break anything right. so you know doing that repeatedly at 90 oh, yeah granted you get yeah, a I mean, blip Day. You get a little bit of like the the uh, off road truck on the whoops effect, where like the faster you go, you're riding on the tops versus like getting into the dips, right? Yeah. But like still, most cars are not like you know what this guy's gonna do with it. He's gonna ride on a fucking washboard at ninety miles an hour. Let's right, make sure exactly. we build it. Let's make sure we build it around that. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, again, like it, that goes really back to why I love the R so much. Is it? It's it's just an inherently safe car, like. You know, Miatas, BMW, stuff like that. Like, if you really, really upset them, they're, they're going to bite you. Like, yeah. I've always found that VWs 
kind of safe. Like they, they don't inherently want to oversteer. They don't really want to slide. So if you get them to be able to do it, still want to revert back to that original kind of safe nature if you push them over the edge. That's why I always kind of felt very comfortable taking it really, really far. Because anytime I've had a big slide, it's always been very controlled, all four wheels in the same direction, you know, never swapping ends at at least. Um, so cry, stuff like that. Cry, like, yeah, cry is an aggressive snap over steer at every liftoff. Um. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like on, on, on the whole suspension deal, um, I, I've basically done every arm that you can do so camber arms toe arms trailing arms like every single one of those every every bushing on the car has been replaced with darylin solid bushings um the big thing on the front uh for kyle i did the uh, the club sport knuckles so the club sport knuckles from the german uh tcr car that mixed with the super pro arms and super pro camber plates gives you 3.5 camber like you don't Jesus. even have to have adjustable camber plate. You literally just run the stock parts and it, it does it. It's fucking amazing. That's it's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. I'm um, taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, like uh, corner balancing and then um, end links. End links is a big one. I don't know if you guys have like ever like really played around with end links too much. Um, I really kind of dove heavy into like chassis setup and using end links and bars to kind of fix issues with the car. And right. it's, it's night and day, absolute night and day difference using adjustable end links, being able to set the proper preloads to the car. Right. And that I think has made the biggest difference in, in how it actually handles on track. Like you could do 70% of what I do with like a stock suspension, but right. the rest of it really is that that final setup with the preloads and getting the bars and everything set right. Like that makes huge, huge difference. And especially like you know, corner balancing, me in the car, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it, it really helps. Like that shit changes like, a fucking car so much. Does it does? And I'm surprised with how well we've gotten the R so far. Like it's um, fifty. 50.8% uh, cross balance, so almost as best okay. as you could possibly yeah. get. Um, and then front to rear, it's uh, 54% front weight. That's not so bad on, for a front-wheel drive car. It's only 4% off from being a damn 50-50 split. Yeah, like a that's BMW. not bad at all damn. for a front-wheel drive car. But, I mean, yeah, yeah that's... Big, big, that's big differences. fucking sick. Yeah. Well, so um, you're... I mean, so realistically, like, the rear's stripped out, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So your rear strip out, your cage, your off-the-shelf mm -hmm. coilovers, a stage two tune, a good set of tires, a decent set of brakes, and a fuckload of just dicking with shit little by little. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. And then, I mean, the crowning jewel is the dog box. I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah, please. Bef yeah, before we segue into the end section, which is... We're going to take questions, or we're going to have Kyle contribute, because I feel like that'll be fun. But... <laughs> what dog box? Why dog box? How dog box? Yeah. Totally. Um, so 100% the best mod I've ever purchased for any car to date. Like, better than any big turbo, better than nitrous, better than anything. Fuck box. Um, reason I went for it, uh, I actually blew fourth gear on track on the stock transmission. Um, just grenaded it. So that had to come out. And at the time, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to keep doing this. So either I need a whole new spare trans so I can have two. And just run them both stock, or let's build this one up. But did you really crazy. lose a gear, or did you just gain a neutral? Right, like last half. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got a point. He's got a point. I mean, yeah. 
Well, he's the, got so a the fucking problem. point. Like the motor needs to relax in that gear yeah, and just you know, you know, yeah, 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 you know. Move up. who needs direct drive anyway? Any of my bad Yeah. So the the funny thing for me at Road Atlanta, I use fourth gear ninety percent of the time. I can see that. It's a pretty fast track. course. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're only you're only down to third for one gear or for one corner, and you only go to sixth for the big straight. Everything right. else is fourth and fifth continuously. So, right. I mean, fourth gear was it, it had to go at some point. I mean, the synchros can't keep up with that. So it you know it was gone, and I just started looking at like, okay, it's going to cost me two grand ish to put a new stock trans in. So let's see what it looks like to build it. And a bunch of drag guys had gone with uh, FFE, uh, Force Fed Engineering, to do their like drag builds and stuff like that. So I literally approached them about a road course build, and and they the the gear set for me. Um, essentially, we got a, a spare trans case from a TTRS, and then just loaded everything brand new into it, um, all custom built by FFE. They do a lot of trick stuff. So one reason I went with them is they don't publish what they do to your trans. They won't let you take pictures. It won't let you work on it. I mean, it's it's trick it's trick stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, there's companies overseas. Uh, Dark Side Engineering is a big one. Um, they they've got tons of different stuff that you can always buy to slap in your own in your own car to make it a dog box. But FFE literally, I I'm pretty sure they're machining in extra bearing supports for the main shaft. I mean, they're doing lots of crazy little things to make it super super stout. Um, actually, this this is the gear uh out of the dog box so when i had it refreshed i actually um had them remove one that had a little bit of chipping oh. you can kind of see yeah on the actual teeth a little bit of chipping oh, wow. there oh damn yeah so, so for that so like for those of the people listening that because i've gotten a lot of people hitting us up that are like are just getting into building cars and stuff explain yeah. what a dog box is in totally. layman's terms rather than me talking so, let's have you talk yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so uh, basically, dog box is using super old technology, but turning it into race car parts. So um, way, way back in the day, you had to rev match getting into gear because essentially there was nothing to help it, the gear that you're in synchronized with the gear that you're going into. And that means either uh, spinning up or spinning down the shaft speed for that secondary gear, right. uh, whether that's up or down. So essentially what, what was created were these little synchro sliders that help either slow down or speed up the gear that you're going to go into. So it helps match the, the, like the shaft speed. So essentially your, your shift selector can slide over and grab that gear. Dog boxes don't have anything to slow down or speed up the actual shafts. And they're mechanically linked through the, the five little ears. They, they essentially just look like a dog ear. So when you're selecting a gear, it's literally just slamming into it and grabbing it. There's nothing to slow it down and help it engage. It's just like literally mechanically locking. So you have to rev match um, if you're downshifting, or else it can literally like rip the wheels and make them, you know, spin up too fast. Um, it, I'm sure everyone has seen Top Gear where Jeremy Clarkson drives. You know the uh, was it the Eagle Eagle F1 Roadster like that super yeah, the, super the, high the, end the, the E type, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you saw him like jerking the car around and everything and making the horrible transmission noise. That's a dog box. Like right. that's oh. what it is. It's it's there's nothing there to cushion the driver input. It, it's it's meant to grab the gear. Like if you barely touch the shifter, it'll jump to that next gear, even if you don't want it to. So you right. have to be very cautious of like how you're moving the shifter. Don't rest your um, fucking hand on the shifter and also don't fucking do that anyway, because it's bad for your <laughs> transmission. Yeah. Ever. Anyway. Exactly. 
Because essentially you're the handbrake and just put your hand on it. Just fucking stop touching your shifter. (laughs) Essentially what you're doing that is you're riding the synchro and and wearing out the synchro because it's heating up. So, and if you don't know what a synchro is, essentially they're, I don't want to use this, the phrase consumable because obviously having to rip a transmission apart to change synchros is (laughs) fucking expensive, but they're brass rings and they're meant to be able to kind of beat on each other a little bit and then they grab each other and then the gear locks itself in after that. So basically if you're not perfectly aligned in revs or whatever, this is why you can go from third to second when you're at fucking, you know, 5,000 RPM in third and go down to second and like, not technically money shift your shit or grenade your transmission, even though it's hating you for all of it is because of the synchro. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but you don't have any of that. no protection. Yeah. Right. There's no protection whatsoever. I mean, if you, you can money shift it in a heartbeat, like it's very easy to do. Which that. is hilarious for the internet. Terrible for your yeah. wallet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And um, even, even worse than that is driving the car slow. So, like, that was the number one thing that the guys at FFE warned me about. They were like, you can no longer drive this car slow. Anytime you're driving it, you have to be on gas as you're shifting, and you have to literally slam the damn gear. Like, you, you can't you can't gingerly change the gear. You can't be nice to it. It's, like, being mean and just slamming it to whatever so gear So, it's like driving want. an STI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, in, in no, no, no. Like, they, hate, they, hate, they hate smooth shifts. They hate it. The whole car does. Nope. It seems like you don't know how to drive stick. It just wants to get beat on, but not to the same degree. <laughs> wow. Um, it's, no, they're, oh, listen, true. they're not refined at all. <laughs> in any, any way, shape, or form. You're nope. buying, you're spending $40,000 that is objectively worse in every measurable quantity because, you know, <laughs> you watched a lot of Initial D as a kid. <laughs> I don't like, <laughs> I don't like the RS4 gearbox. The, oh, you're, uh, you're, okay. Yeah. So I feel the same. Still on feel Volkswagen. The same. Still on Volkswagen. And Timmy's brother just bought a manual RS4, the B7 RS4, right? B8. No, so there's a lot. Sorry, sorry. Yes, a lot a you can do to make it better. Like tons that you can do to like make a blower. it better. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sent it to him. He's got, the link. He's got the link. We are, we're talking about a straight pipe. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I don't even hate that because like straight pipe V straight pipe quad cam V8s. It's loud. There is no, but they're a special type of crispy. Like if you've ever heard yeah. like a, a straight piped one UZ. So like a SC four hundred or like a LS four hundred, they sound uh, so fucking good. Straight mm-hmm. pipe, like they're slow as fuck, but goddamn it, if they don't sound good, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds really good getting there though. Let me tell you, I don't even care. I'm not even mad. Like it's you know, you gotta you take your lyrics you and sound. get them, brother. Sound to so, sound. So like the funny thing that's like that you're saying is like, oh, um, you can't drive it slow. It's a full fucking race transmission, right? Um, yeah, pretty much. And like, how much did that set you back? If you don't mind me asking, and you don't mind telling it, it me, was, it was it was one of the the more uh, expensive ones, about ten k. Okay, yeah. which is, I mean, but listen, like, that's I not mean, that I was bad. It's not like that bad. Six, so like, it's really, it's really not that bad. This month, no, I mean, again, this is that whole like people don't understand how much money is money, is money thing, is like, oh, it's only four grand. It's only forty percent more than the six grand that I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. like, um, so again, going back to Japanese and drift cars, is it's literally the only thing I think about twenty four seven. Um, Ken Gushi has his street 
Um, L, he has a street know. IS 300, so like the L Tesla, yeah. right? And he was like, oh, I have all these super cool race parts from my last year's oh. Formula Drift car. So let me take this $30,000 Samsonin sequential transmission and put it in my IS daily. Because mm-hmm. why not, right? And he's gonna, it's yeah, a stock yeah. 1J, com- yep. completely stock 1J with a Samsonin sequential. And that bitch is fast as fuck because, mm-hmm. you know, shifts in a half second, right? Um, but the difference with the sequential, which is obviously three times as expensive as what you're driving, is that you can like you can meander it around town. It's loud. It makes a lot of drivetrain noise. Yeah. But you know you're clutching out of first, so you still get easy engagement in it. You have a synchro at first gear, whatever, right? And then it just fucking fuel cuts. Oh no, I'm sorry, spark cuts to slam itself together in every gear after that. Exactly. So you can get around town and drive it, but I mean. Mm-hmm. Let's, Again, let's, let's put it this way: a a used sequential gearbox for my GTR, used. Seventeen thousand dollars. Seventeen. Seventeen thousand dollars, and that's used. Uh-huh. That's not new, gentlemen. That's yeah, that's, used. that's seventeen G's and needs a seven thousand dollar refresh. Probably. <laughs> so he paid ten grand for a fucking dog box. Like that's yep. that's that's a it's deal. Honestly, bro. really, and, and it's a custom one with custom gearing and every, like yeah, it's not a bad beat. And for for less than two grand, I can convert it to be sequential. I hate you. So oh, now my next question is like, why the fuck do you not have a sequential transmission? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's easy. Um, is no one can do a um. Uh, fuck what do they call it uh, a strain gauge shifter no one can integrate that into the ecu other than going full cyvex and i don't have cyvex is no- well first of all cyvex is notoriously difficult to deal with like yep. that's what yep. all the lambos do have the lambo dudes have to use yep. and like because they're on the vw ecu i mean it's literally yeah. the same ecu like all of the like if i go into my um like programming with VCDS, like Kyle and I were talking about, to change like settings in the internal computer. There's literally codes for Vol- or, uh, Lamborghini. Like I can set the Lamborghini engine code for my car, and then it won't start. Because so here's <laughs> so here's my only question to that. Okay, is that like if you pull enough of the factory shit out, mm-hmm. eventually you end up with components. Right, which will talk to anything as long as you program them to. Yep. So, sure. in there is a universe where you could like throw a Haltech in the car. Granted, you'd have to rewire the entire fucking car, every single part yep. of it, front to back. Yep. Right, and that would be expensive in its own right. But you could do like sick rewire wire mil spec hardness, right, and all the cool shit. And you're probably staring down the barrel of a seventy five hundred dollar ECU and wiring job. But at that point, like possibilities are endless because you, you know you pull you, you pull enough fucking sensors off of shit and you pull enough inherent programming and it's just dumb fucking components right it's still injectors <laughs> and fucking coils and everything else so like is there something about the way the factory car runs that you're trying not to lose no i mean really it's just it's the money it's, it's just the financially money right yeah because yeah, I mean, now a two thousand dollars sequential jobs becomes a seven thousand dollar ecu and wiring job so it's another 10 grand to get it to do it yeah, and then I mean at that point, like I'm not really gaining that much. Like, you know, like right now, I've I've Agreed got to it disagree, to where sir. I'm dropping. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, the yeah. feeling of a sequential would be amazing. But like, I mean, I've logged I've logged like power boost and an RPM drop between shifts. Um, with the factory transmission, I was dropping about ten pounds of boost, 
every shift. Right. Now I'm dropping one or less. Wow. Damn. Man, that's really, yeah. I mean, so you've that's kind of huge. like hit that ragged it. And I think the only thing that a sequential would take out at this point is margin of error. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. How often and how expensive is a refresh on your dog box? One. I've done one. And let's see, the car has done. Well, no, almost 12,000 miles on the dog box. I've done one refresh and it cost 800 bucks. And all you have to do that's is not, like, wow. know, oh, drive all, all a stick properly. Yeah. <laughs> that's not I mean, bad at all. That's that's literally bad. the the hardest, the hardest thing to swallow is pulling it out and shipping it. Like that's the hardest thing. Yeah. They're, I mean, that's they're a based bitch. in New York, which like sucks, but they're in New York, know, yeah, they're in New York. So, so, I, I okay, so what, with, with, York. with shipping costs and everything, how much is it? 1500 bucks. Um, Shipping both ways was uh, what was that? Three eighty both ways. Three eighty both ways. Still, it's still okay. So you're twelve hundred bucks for a refresh. That's not bad at all. No, I'm sorry. Wait, math is hard. That's sixteen hundred bucks for refresh. If it's under two grand, that's not bad at all. And with twelve thousand miles of basically all track driving, that's a fuckload of track driving. That's so much track driving. That's not a bad. Oh no, you can't drive slow. <laughs> but to, exactly. but right but the 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 real drill down of that is you can't drive it on the street effectively it's not going to be it's not going to like that's it right that's that's literally why this wore out like that's why yeah. i have all these like chips and shit on the side of the teeth is, he's trying is to drive from, it on the street like, up and go traffic like you know you, you can't like fly up on someone when they're doing like 45 and you're trying to accelerate <laughs> from 30 like it just it doesn't work like you can't no. be full throttle shifting like that it just well that's the know. shit that people forget about fucking race cars is like they're sacrificing all levels of drivability for hot nasty badass speed right like it doesn't exactly. You look at F1 engines and it's like, hey, if you idle this car for like a minute, it's going to explode. So don't do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, meant, it's meant to drive at full. Like, 14,000 like, RPM the whole fucking time. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. And it's like, so it's like, um, like Ryan Turk. I don't know if anybody follows this dude on Instagram, yeah. but he's taking a Judd V10, which is a Le Mans engine. And he put it in a A90 Supra, which is not even really an A90 Supra because it's like damn near a full two frame car at this point. It's got like the center right. section. So he's got a Judd V10 with a sequential transmission and a full wide, wide fab suspension and carbon fiber wide body. All of the one-off custom shit you can possibly imagine. Because he was like, yeah. I just wanted a 500 horsepower screaming V10 and an A90 Supra. It's a $40,000 engine. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, right? Like, But it's For like... YouTube series on that has been insane. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, and okay. like Dom Spec is a master fabricator in the shit that yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. And like, I come from like a light fabrication background. Like, I used to do prototyping for Tesla and shit when I was really young. I had an internship that turned into like yeah. an apprenticeship, which was tight. It was a cool three years of my life, right? But watching the shit that that dude builds with a very, like, you know, they have a lathe and a turret mill and like... Minimal tools. I mean, yeah. a turret mill is not a minimal tool. They're expensive, but like at the same time, at the same time, like I was working with like water jet machines and five axis yeah. mills and all this other shit that I knew how to run. And I was like, yo, I couldn't do what he's doing with that, with yeah. the shit that I had. I had fucking right. half million dollars in machinery at my disposal and I couldn't yeah. exactly build that. Yeah, exactly. Tiles and shit, you know, yeah, you've you got know, like punch the computer. It's insane. This thing has in-canal headers, custom. Mm-hmm. It's like a $12,000 set of headers and they're so fucking sick, right? Like Inconel is like rarer than titanium, right? It's like way more. Yeah. It's space shuttle stuff. 
Yeah. But like the the thing that got me was they acid dipped the actual chassis. Uh, yeah. And then sandblasted it again. <laughs> like, Literally, like, the, the chassis is like paper now. Yeah. Because it's so all fucking two frame. That's fucking mm-hmm. tight. Okay, so yeah. we had a couple of questions in the chat because, like, you know, yeah. we're pushing two hours. So let's get through this. Everybody knows here that I was super hyped about the new Integra because I saw the fan render, which looked like an old ITR. And I was like, mm-hmm. fuck yeah. And then Acura ruined everything by posting their own photos of the car. And I oh. hate everything about it because <laughs> it looks oh. like a TLX. <laughs> It does. <laughs> and it's it like four doors. Essentially, from what I can gather, it's going to be a CTR with an accurate body yeah. kit, right? So it's a different yeah. front rear. But Tom, who supports the shit of us, question was, it is coming with a six-speed manual. So how do we feel about it? So you're going to have like a 305-horsepower turbo, four-cylinder, six-speed manual, front-wheel drive, four-door swoop back, Fucking bullshit! Ish, whatever the yeah. fuck that thing is. Drive STI that's ugly. Pretty much. But is it going to be uglier than the last gen CTR? Yes. Yes. Mm. I feel like that's yes. a hard. I feel like that's an interesting take. Okay. Let, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to wait and see. But I. I, I feel like a yes. If it looks anything. But are we like, better? But are like, isn't the world better with more front wheel drive, six speed manual, quick cars in it? Hell yeah! Quick, but not four hundred horse. Okay, Too but much. like, yeah, but you can make a CTR real fast, real easy. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah, for so sure. I mean, it's the same. It's the, the K20A, whatever the fuck they're at this point, right? So like, yeah. there's a dude with a, um, there's a dude with like a 600 wheel horsepower CTR that's stock bottom end, upgraded mm-hmm. turbo stock bottom end. Like, that's pretty fucking quick. I mean, you know? Yeah. This fool says we fit in the C. Okay. Anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> whether or not it's ugly i'm open to the possibility but seeing the 10th gen civic like the new civic si they just debuted today that's a mm. objectively more attractive car see i'll give you that the 10th Above gen the civic is going to be a more objectively attractive car and probably cheaper because it's not an accurate so i guess i just don't really know what the fuck is the point right other than <laughs> saying you brought the integer back if you throw the Z into the mix. If it's marble, then they can straight pipe it. Would you say that throw the Z? In? I mean, listen, the 400 Z, we had a, almost a whole episode straight pipe it. Tom, I swear. Everybody I swear. here is like about the new Z because that shit's sick. Like $40,000, right. 400 horsepower, you know, whatever. Like it looks Right cool. recipe. I mean, it literally is the right recipe. Yeah. You know, it's it, the Nissan did a lot of shit right. I just wish we'd get another Sylvia. I really, really oh, wish God, we could. That'd be so amazing. That, but you know, yeah. you know, if you get one, it's gonna be fifty, sixty thousand dollars. It doesn't have to be, because realistically, the it closest will be, thing, though. No, but the closest thing we have to a new Sylvia right now is an EcoBoost Mustang, and they're fucking twenty six grand. Okay. Mm. If it gets if it, if if it gets that name, Sylvia, it will be a fifty, sixty thousand dollar car. Which is fucking dumb. What did you say, Kyle? What did you say? Have you I'm seen the, uh, the new price tag on the Golf R? Arcade. The 43 oh, yeah. or whatever like the fuck it is. I thought it was like 48. 58. 58? Oh. Never high. happening. Never oh. happening. Is that markup? That's markup. That's I mean, markup. that's what it is like right now. If you went to a dealer to try to buy one, they're, they're fuck selling it. Markup. That's well, I mean, okay, first, to be fair, when the that's original Golf R came stateside, the dealer markup was dumb. 
There's yeah. the COVID tax, which is a whole other fucking level of shenanigans right now, right? Mm-hmm. My concern yep. is that it ends up like a Ford Raptor where you can, like, like Ford Raptors, even now, if you only pay 5K dealer markup, like, you got to win. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, John Sullivan was doing, like, 15 fucking G's markup on Raptors, like, when they'd been out for four years. Right, but I'm like, you're fucking high, dude. Like, I'm not paying. They were still getting it, but they were still getting it. Yeah, because motherfuckers were too cheap to buy a two hundred dollar plane ticket to Utah and drive that bitch back to California and register. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, so hopefully that pulls off at some point. Because that car is sick. Like, I know that you didn't want a digital dash. I'm a huge fucking sucker for digital dashboards. Like, I just my my tow car has it, so I, I love it. Yeah, I mean, they're fucking cool. Like, my whole thing is, like, any old Japanese car I get is getting an S2000 gauge cluster in it because they just fucking yep. look cool and they're easy to repin, right? So, like, yeah. they're yep. actually pretty cheap. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, that that's the bummer part. It's just, it's so difficult to buy anything right now, you know? It and is. so it's to the it point is. where it's, like, Hey, swap the new tag. The the fucking the the general theme of this pod is that I kind of don't know where I want to be car wise. Like I have my SDI and like part of me wants to finish it because I put a lot of work into it, but it's not where I want it to be. Mm-hmm. So and you know, there's a lot of muscle car guys out here, and I'm like, it'd be fucking cool to be smoking these motherfuckers in an STI on the fucking highway on the way home with like a six five oh, yeah. six hundred wheel horsepower <laughs> STI, you know, like that'd be tight. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, I'm like, C5 bets go sideways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But how many turns I, do you take to work? I Listen, this would not be on the way to work. This would be like, I'll be home an hour late. Like, I'm going to go fuck around in the new developments that aren't finished for like an hour and then come home. You know what I mean? Like, perfect. perfect. <laughs> plus, you got to remember, there are quite a few racetracks close to me. Texas Motor Speedway has a giant skid pad where they just do like, road, like bullshit testing and shit. So you can do shit like that. And for the cost of getting 400 horsepower out of my SCI, I could buy a whole Corvette. True. Pretty much. Which is the shit that's really fucking with me right now. Because that hurts my whole heart just to think about the fact. It's it's cheaper to buy a whole car with 350 350 horsepower than to just make my fucking 19 STI 400 wheel horsepower. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, that's an issue. Um. Tom had asked a question to Kyle earlier. And I think we kind of touched on it, but just to say we did all the due diligence, like what specifically, what was the second where it pulled you off of roll racing and shit and decided like, you know, all my cars is from this point forward. Like I'm going to track them. Like I want to go make turns and shit. Um, I mean, it, it was either the, the whole petite Le Mans experience um, or it was, probably the second track day experience that I did with the car. So when it was like still roughly stock suspension form, just a little bit of power, um, that that's really what changed it. Um, I mean, there, there were like multiple times where I was pulling up on cars that I had no business being near. Like the, the very first time that I drove road Atlanta, everyone says it's, it's really good to do under two minutes. They were like, you got a VW, just try to hit two minutes. Like that's, that's your goal. That's what it should be. And first time out, I did 150s. Like, holy shit, pretty pretty easily without like much Damn. difficulty. Um, so from there, I was like, shit. Either either the car has something, or I have something, but something needs either to continue. Either way, like, yeah, 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 yeah like, hell yeah. Go after it. So literally, it was just everyone's expression of holy shit. That car shouldn't be doing what it's doing, and 
you know, somehow you're making it do it and it makes it look good. So I just kind of like got the bug from there and was like, I, I have to have to make this the best R that I can and make it beat up on cars that it really has no business being around. I mean, hell yeah. Like giant killers on the track are always fun, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can't, I, uh, my favorite Nurburgring clips are like, just, you know, fucking, oh, Mini Cooper bullying fucking <laughs> M3 yep. CS. And it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, it's fucking tight. Because fuck that rich well, my dude. You favorite, know what I mean? Like, <laughs> totally. My favorite feelings dude. are like, um, so before the straightaway at Road Atlanta, there's a real slow turn. Like, I mean, you have to go real low on speed. I'm going down the third gear. It's like a 50 mile an hour corner if your car is set up really, really well. Okay. So I will usually catch cars like, corvettes mustangs stuff in that corner and then pass them they'll pass me back towards the end of the straight but then i'll catch them in breaking yeah it's it's such an interesting track because like you got these cars with so much power but they they can't slow in time or they're not you know willing to to push it as far into that so it's it's interesting that you can have a slightly lower power car but still punch with you know five and six hundred horsepower cars out there well that was uh that was what was that fucking meme that somebody posted in the driver's group the other day and it was like when it's like three laps deep and that Miata's still on your ass and it's like it's <laughs> <laughs> a dude like crying in the bathtub with the shower on and yeah. his helmet on and he's like oh. fuck dude yeah so oh. it's a I mean the truck is like that's the great equalizer right like you uh you can if your car's set up right you'll be able to get a lot out of not a lot you know you to your point you know Granted, you have ten thousand dollar baller transmission, but still, <laughs> you know, the other guy doesn't know that. You know what I'm saying? The guy next to you doesn't. Yeah. The GT3 RS or whatever doesn't fucking know that shit. So that's tight. Anyway, Actually, we have just officially oh. cracked the two hour mark. Oh, um, we should probably wrap uh, it up. Before you guys erase your chats, uh, go click the link in the YouTube video that I sent to the Twitch. It is a Volkswagen T1 bus with a 993 twin turbo set. Oh yes, I see this car. Going around the Nurburgring, yes, mm-hmm. fucking sick. Fuck yes. yeah, everybody check that oh, yeah. out. Everybody check out Kyle Gurney at Black Hat Dot Racing. Uh, his channel is cool. What's your What's your YouTube? This is Black Hat Racing. Uh, yeah, Black Hat Racing. Fuck yeah! Yep. If you want to go see a giant killer, go check out Black Hat Racing. Dude, oh, yeah. Thank you for being on. I know that it's you. uh, you're dealing with the same time zone bullshit I'm dealing with right now, so it's pretty late. So we appreciate you hanging out late. Um, yeah. This fucking Tom, oh, was it? Might as well round up to three hours. No, brother. Um, <laughs> no. We do appreciate you being on. We'd love to have you on again. That was fucking cool. Your car is fucking yes, sick. Um, yes, sir. Love to see a cool specialized track bit. Make sure you go file Kyle. File fucking Christ. I've been drinking too much. Follow <laughs> Kyle. Uh, also, like, subscribe to our channel. Um, yes. We have finally started moving on the merch, talking to the sticker guy, doing all that kinds of shit. So we'll be seeing that shit pretty soon. Um, if you guys want a shirt, fucking let us know. We'll figure out how many we need to make, and we'll fucking go from there and determine costs. See how much you guys are really down to ride for your shit. Um, okay. yeah, a lot of shit has happened with us. Not me personally, because I'm broke and not doing shit. But these guys have all been doing interesting shit with their cars, so we'll definitely touch on that on the next episode. Um, Chris may have given his kid up for adoption. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we can talk happening. about that. We yeah, can we are definitely <laughs> talking about that. Uh, as always, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate everybody hanging out in chat. We appreciate all the new viewers. We did have some randos in the fucking chat tonight, so that's fucking sick. We appreciate you guys. Okay. Uh, and we'll be back in a couple weeks with another one. 
Peace out. Be safe. Drive safe. Don't crash. Go fast. Don't die. Love you guys. Peace.